You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Alright. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Monday the... 26th. 26th of April. Tuesday the 26th of April. Shout out to Mondays. Public holiday. Tuesday 26th of April. Um, day after Anzac Day. And yeah, it feels like a while since I've seen you, Edward, even though I'm pretty sure it hasn't been that long. I feel like a lot's happened. Hasn't been that long. I saw you on Friday, but... Did I see you Friday? Yeah, we saw each other on Friday. Fucking hell. Um, but the extra day's thrown you off. It has thrown me You're off. You're used to seeing me usually five days a week mm. with two with two days generally in the middle. Yep. It's been three now. And that just has thrown and me through. And you've yearned it. for me. Mm. You're yep. yearning for your old mate. That must be what it is. But I am here. You are. So yearn no more, old friend. Thank you. Yearn less. <laughs> yearn less. Don't yearn at all. No, don't, don't. No need to yearn. You need not yearn. That's good to know. Okay. Um, but it has been a long weekend. It has been a long weekend, dude. I like long weekends. Mm-hmm. I forget this every year, but then I'm reminded of it as it's happening, mm. that April's fucking full of public holidays. You could actually feasibly have half of April off every single year if you were smart I was about talking it. with mates yesterday at the pub and they were like, and a lot of them in sales type roles, and they were saying, April's a mongrel. You can't get anything done in April because everyone fucking goes away. Mm. School holidays as well. I love that about Australia, right? That we have January off because we've earned it. Yep. And then we'll come back for Feb, March, and then we're gonna have t- we're gonna have April off as well. Yeah, April's like a fucking write off, at least fifty percent of it. Write off fifty percent of April, but it's also it's fifty percent of it like in the middle. So you basically fucking write off everything before and after it as well because it's well, in the middle. Well, because the first the first week of April you could feasibly call late Mar- late March, yeah. and then the last week of April you could feasibly call it early, early May. May. In which case, you have written it off. You've written the entire thing off. And you know what? Well done to April. Because I think that April is probably a forgotten month just generally in the sense of like, you know, when the whips are cracking. February, it's kind of like the last throes of, of happiness. And it's also kind of like a start, the start of the year, officially. I think there's a lot happening in Feb. Feb's, Feb's a fucking Feb's still intense. got, well, it's still summer. It's the first month of the year. But it's still summer and people get into their work. March, footy starts, so everyone's happy footy's back. May is, you know, origin, winter, all that jazz around the corner. April, no one, no one even looks at April when really we should all be looking at April. Don't sleep on April because April isn't sleeping. April's the hardest worker in the room in terms of not working. Other than The Rock. Um, like, if you're going to be judged on not working... April's pretty fucking good. April stands up. Well, it certainly stands up alongside your late Novembers, Decembers, and Januaries. Does it... Where does it sit against December for you? Oh, it's nowhere near December. Yeah. In, in honesty. Like, December's fucking... Thanks for coming. <laughs> not, not doing it. Not it's got doing no, it December. It's, it's got November about it. Yes, it does have November about it. It's got, it's got uh, late November about it. Because I think... You know what, dude? Everything basically in November and December is written off. Hey, you don't really care. Well, the old saying is that once the Melbourne Cup has finished, it's all over. The year's done. Yeah, silly season. Thanks for coming. Anywho, you and I played some golf 
was it Friday last week? Is that when I saw you? We did. Played some golf, got around, because as some of you may know, we are taking on Scope and Simi this Thursday in an Ambrose tournament where we're going to pound them into the earth. Where are we playing? Moore Park. Okay. Nice and central. We had, a great, we, had a, we had a good round with your old man. Yep. He was Papa making Burns. me laugh. Well, he was also way better than us. Yeah. Which... Well, he used to fucking play off nine. I know, I know. Like, but, what do you mean? But I just mean, like, you get old, you think you're going to... Obviously, he's not playing off nine, but, like... But you can see in the way he hits the ball, you go, oh, that guy's been off nine. Yeah, he's been off nine. In a past life. That, that, that one of his last shots where he hit it over those trees to land it, like, right next to the fucking flag. I was like, But oh. he called it before. Yeah, he called it as well. I was like, this arsey bastard. So watch me go over these trees, and he did. Yeah, it was impressive. And it, and it just... Stopped. Yeah. Dead. Now, Maybe a foot from the hole. It was, we were, you and I were practicing. I think we played okay. We had moments of brilliance and we had plenty of moments that you would not categorize as brilliant. Well, you'd, you'd class it as a um, couple of blokes who sort of hack about. Mm. You know what I mean? I will say this, and I'm sorry to do it to you publicly, but my old man was right up in your ass about your, your club choice and your clubs generally. He's of the well, belief, and I share it. I share it with him that your clubs are too small. Club. Well, the club that you use every single fucking shot, which is your hybrid, is way too small. Wasn't working for me the hybrid the not other day. Not at all. Like not. Working and I for usually hit all. it. It's usually my number one club in the bag. Thus, me returning to the world. But it's many too times. small. I understand that, Tom. But you're not listening. You're not. You're not. You're. You're refusing to hear what I'm saying. I'm saying I usually hit it so sweetly. Right. Thus. I you, kept returning to it. And at some point, my old man like, was, was literally like, can you just promise me that you won't use it for the next hole and you just use a different club? And then he was like making, making him use dad's hybrid. And then he was crunching it. And then we were like, you have to put that fucking club away now because it's just not working for you. And then he basically, that was when you, had your, that was when you actually started playing well. Your second wind when you fucked that club off. Now, the concern for me is, Dave, Tobler, punters and dribblers en masse, Edward, you specifically, is that when we take on Scope and Simi, I can't have you persevering with that piece of shit all day. You need to be able to... You need to... You need to... Look... You give it a go, but if it's not working yeah, for you, you put that thing away. I'll snap it otherwise. We... we look, I don't, know, I don't know where the aggression's coming from. I'm just... Because I'm just, you're not exactly fucking Tiger Woods yourself, bro. Right, but I, but I certainly wasn't <laughs> persevering with those clubs. Like, the, that one club was... <laughs> Particularly bad. Um, but I'm closer we, to Tiger Woods as well, let's be honest. There's a, cu- there's a couple of positives to come out of the day, Tom. Yep. Is that I did have a second win of note. Yep. Um, my back is feeling free. I don't know what's happened, but it's come good over the weekend. Peaking. You're peaking at the right time. Now, I just need to maintain it. Yep. Because... I was very. I was getting quite concerned the other day that if this as the day went on. Shout out to East Lakes, the longest golf course in the known world. Look, I would like to make a public service announcement, a PSA to mm. the punter and the dribbler. Play East Lakes, but only if you have a card. Yeah. If you don't, you're looking at. Mm, 35k yeah how, foot, how I many k's i was thinking that no, like, i reckon 35 there were some par fives where it was like i think that that's the flag on the horizon i'm not sure though but not even that it's there's it's like it's undulating, undulating but even more than that 
the distance between holes one and two on foot, no bullshit, two Ks. <laughs> Not even joking. Took us fucking 45 minutes to get there. Yeah, we had like a full weather system emerge. Your old man barely made it. <laughs> oh, no, to hole two. We were like, where is he? Where's he gone? He's almost 70. And... I mean, good for him to get out there and have a walk. But by the 18th hole, we were all tired. I was looking at him. I'm like, are you going to make it, bro? He's like, fuck off. I'm fine. I'm like, well, okay. But I just want to check in on you because this has been a long day for us all. East Lake's the longest fucking course on earth. I'm not playing on Thursday unless we have cards. Well, let's, uh, we'll put that in the, we'll send that to old Scope and just be like, hey, bro, part of our rider is that we need cards. I'm just, I'm too right old, Right as a muso bro. term, sorry. I'm too guys. old for walking 18. I can walk nine. Yeah. 18's too far. We can do it. I think you, you can't just hop out of bed anymore and do a walk 18. You know what I mean? Like, you need to sort of condition yourself, which is why it was probably better that we did East Lakes last week because now Moore Park will be a piece of piss if we have to walk it. But I assume that part of the YKTR budget is that they're going to get us carts. I would be shocked if we don't have cars. I'd be appalled. I would be disgusted. Appalled. Now, if they can't, then we'll have to buy our own cars because truthfully, I don't think I can walk 18 again. It was really tough. It was, dude, it was awful. <laughs> By the end of it as well. It was when you're awful. Back, I kept asking, I'm like, hey, like, dude, is your back right? Like, no, no, it's fine. And I could tell he was being like, uh, like stoic. No, no, it's okay, mate. Just a bit tight. And I'm like, it. You, are you in pain? I wasn't in pain, but have you heard the saying, stiff as a board? Yeah. So I wasn't in pain, but I was uncomfortable because I was stiff. I was walking around like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rigor mortis in the back. Like if you were to walk around with your knees locked. Yes. You know that? If you were just walk around like that, that's what no, it felt Yeah, like. no ability to bend the knees. Yes. If you woke up one day and all ability to bend your knees had, had left you, that was my back after yep. walking 18 on Friday. Now, I... I went home and I had a stiff tequila. The stiffest, just to free me up. Did it free you up? Yeah, it helped. Oh, good. Freed up the mind. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> I had, well, we had an, uh, we all did. We all had an experience on the course. And I mean, I haven't even spoken to my old man to see if he's comfortable with us telling us. I think I'm just going to tell it anyway. Because I, 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 I don't think he did anything wrong. I think you have to. Yeah. It was one of the. It was probably. It was definitely the highlight of the day. It's one of. It's one of my highlights on on a golf on a golf course. course. Yeah, same. Um, so we were walking. Everyone else was on carts. It was huge, and also I just to just to pad this yarn a little bit. I went into the pro shop and said, "Can I have a cart?" And he said, "No, there are no carts. They're all out on the course." And then. When we started playing, every group that went through us had a car. Had a I'm car. like, oh, they're all in the car. Oh, they're all in the fucking course, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they're already out there, are they? We were literally... Fuck off, mate. So, so we, we're walking because there's no carts available. And by maybe the third hole, we already had people up our ass with carts. So we were just like, fuck it. Like, we weren't, We didn't care. We were having a very lazy day. I was like, yeah, play through, play through, all good. We were about the sixth hole. Some fellas came up behind us, let them play through. Then... As they were finishing, another cart group came through. We're like, fuck it, you guys play through as well. Then we teed up to hit our shots. And then like two 20-year-olds sort of quite quickly sort of hoon up and like, you know, skid up alongside us as we're playing our shots. And um, just to sort of sit in there like that, whatever, there was nothing to, to suspect that the what was about to unfold was going to unfold. <laughs> we were hitting off the men's, Eddie. The blues, the yeah. The blues. 
And, you know, we hit some shots. Were they great? Some of them were, oh, they weren't fantastic. Doesn't matter. As then we're getting ready to keep to walk off to go find our balls, this guy who's parked next to us then speeds straight up to the ladies' tees, like in front of us, screeches on the brake and jumps out and starts teeing up. And we're like, what the fuck? That's weird. We keep walking. And as we're walking past, he goes, oi, I'm about to hit my shot. And we're like, huh? He's like, I'm hitting my shot. And dad goes, why'd you be doing that? And he goes, because you pushed in front of us. And he goes, I beg your pardon? And my old man... No, because no, originally he said, it's my turn. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. It's my turn. No, it's not. And he's like, yeah, it is. And he's like, how is it your turn? And he's like, well, you pushed in front of us. And dad's like, pushed in front? My old man, day to day, relatively calm, but like, you don't want to be coming at him with any bullshit. You know what I mean? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you guys pushed in front of us. He goes, no, we fucking didn't. And he's like, well, I haven't seen your faces. And he goes... You ever heard of letting people play through before, you fucking idiot? And he's like, and then this kid just starts coming back at him with lip. And dad's going, we've let people play through. And now you wait for us to get through and have a shot. And this kid's being a fucking smart ass to dad. <laughs> like me and Eddie are like, oh, fuck, this guy's an idiot. And then at this stage, another cart has pulled up as well. So they're watching this thing unfold. And dad's up in his face fucking like going at him. And then he's trying to go back at dad. And then realizing that he is an idiot, this kid, because he's wrong. And starts going, well, well, I'm sorry then, but fucking did it. And dad's like, you fucking ever heard of any like etiquette on the golf course, you little shit. And then walks up like, yeah, yeah, you cocky little shit or something. And then walks up onto the <laughs> tee box where the guy's balls mounted on a tee and just boots his ball into the bush. <laughs> and then walks off giving him like shaking his finger at him. A bit, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> and we're just pushing our trolleys like, oh, oh my shit. God. <laughs> And this kid was Learn just... some fucking yeah, etiquette, some, you little shit. Yeah. Fuck, it was good. And this guy, this kid was just a prick from the jump for no reason. And we were like... And then, but by the end of it, he's going, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. As he got absolutely fucking Dude. eviscerated Dude, by... Absolutely, a like you would never have seen a public evisceration. I've never, I've never seen so anyone good. get... His mate stood there and didn't say a single word. <laughs> no one said a no word. One said a word. And then the group behind us were watching and they didn't say a single word. It was like, well, this guy's in the wrong here and he's just getting torched like absolutely torched. his whole prov his whole narrative and, but his whole swagger just like drained from his body it was it was the most brutal undressing i've ever seen <laughs> in my life bro and then what was funny was dad started referring to him as his, because then we had to play with this guy up our ass for the rest of the day because we were like fuck it you best believe we're not letting you play through you little prick <laughs> And then dad would have to, dad started referring to him as his nemesis and it was breaking dad's spirit every time his nemesis would see him hit a bad shot. So like for the rest of the day, dad's like, fuck. My, my in front nemesis, of my nemesis. In front of my nemesis. As he's like slicing balls and shit. And like it actually, he was killing it. And then he had like this period after the run in with his nemesis where he started playing fucking awfully. And it was like him trying to come to terms with this nemesis in his head. Yeah. What, what about when he was, his putts just fell off a cliff? Oh, his putting <laughs> fell off a cliff and we're standing there talking shit to him and he's like, you fucking bastard. It was good stuff. It was, so shout out to that lippy little Shout prick. out to the lippy little who got, nemesis. Who, I don't know, if he would have slept that night. Fuck, it was brutal. Like, I don't know how you play the rest of the round he never with got, your he, mate. He never got close again. Did he? He got close enough. There was one time where he'd like stand, he'd stand and sort of watch, and we were just like, we almost made a point of taking our time. But he, like, how do you go on 
playing the rest of the round with your mate who's just seen you get absolutely beated. And then he was basically almost like bowing at the end. Like, so, sorry, like, it was sorry. fucking, it was really beta shit and it was so good. And just for the rest of the round, we just, like, one of us would just start chuckling and go, fuck, that was a dressing down. Like, oh, that was good. It was, it, it was, was special. It was pure. It was so special. It was pure, pure. as the driven snow. <laughs> and then you sent me a message later on that day going, fuck, that was good. <laughs> I couldn't get over it. I was in tears on the then, way home. And then we got it. home. We got back to my place, Dad, and I'm like telling, retelling the story to Steph and Steph's mom. And then Evie's listening, and, Ed, and then Evie's going like, "You get angry at boy, and Dad's now having to like, <laughs> doesn't want like the little, the you know, little baby Evie to get too much of an idea about how much he ripped him apart." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, Daddy, uh, uh, Popsy just told him off. He was, and then he behaved." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's sort <laughs> of how he behaved. Went. That's sort of how it went, Popsy." He did behave. Popsy torched a man. Yeah, and the man behaved. And the man behaved. Um, but that was great, and that was probably the the highlight of the golf, honestly. Well, yeah, I think so. We got a birdie. Oh, we missed the putt. No, we didn't get a birdie. <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a shot. At, we had a look at a birdie, and the birdie flew away. It did. The birdie flew away. But uh, we saw one. But we did see one. What are they called when you're a bird watcher? There is a name for it. Is On, it or, 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 Twitcher? Isn't there a word, Piers Brosnan used it in uh, one of the James Bonds. Ornithologist? Ornithologist. When Haley Berry's coming out of the Halle. water. Halle. Berry's coming out of the water. Shout out to Halle Berry coming out of the water. Did we talk about that on a potty recently or maybe on About Even? On About Even? We talked about it last week. Well, See, I don't remember anything. No. Shock horror that Halle Berry's come up twice for being absolutely stunning. Um... <laughs> But that was good. That was golf. That was good golf. It was good golf. Was I good golf. Uh, my weekend continued from there, Eddie. In earnest. In um, earnest. Saturday morning. Yes. Don't know what the date was, but I don't think it's, it's important. not important. But it's I like to be able to twenty third, twentieth, sure. Um, the Birmingham's went to the Wiggles. Wiggles, bro. Wiggles. Where at? Kudos Bank. Fuck, so it was a big it was a big do. It was a do of of note. And we were going with a couple of Steph's mates as well. I had, truth be told, fully intended to maybe have a gummy before I went in to try and like just see what it just just for a bit of a wig, mainly for a fucking yarn. But such has been the sleep deprivation at our house because uh, Zoe's got teeth coming through. I was like, you know what, dude? Let's not complicate this. You barely slept. Let's just go to the Wiggles. I think that's enough. And I think in hindsight, that was a great decision by me. Really mature stuff. But Wiggles is a huge day. Is it? It's a lot, bro. It's a lot. It, there's something really lovely about it. There's a room full of parents dedicated to like their children's happiness, which is nice. But I will say this, Eddie, when I roll into the Wiggles, yep. do you know what I expect? I don't know what you expect. I expect the Wiggles. I expect Anthony, Simon, Lockie, and Emma, who's just quit. The problem is... I thought there was two girls. No, there is now. That's what I'm getting to here. So Emma, who if I would, I have no doubt, is probably the biggest Wiggle of all time, like... In terms of every single kid there who was dressed like a Wiggle was dressed like her. We bought the tickets. Boys and girls? Yeah. Anyone who was in a Wiggle's colour, it seemed, was in yellow. It was in yellow, yeah. When we purchased the tickets, 
and by we I mean Steph, we were under the uh, understanding that we were going to be getting ourselves a, at least a dose of Emma Wiggle, who Evie's become very fond of and now does Emma Ballet. We just got the Emma Ballet bar. Emma quit. When? And, uh, in between us buying the tickets and the show. and It was like a while ago. We bought the tickets a while ago. Yeah. Evie just, the whole thing, oh, I can't wait to see Emma, I can't wait to see Emma, I can't wait to see Emma. And we're like, oh, I wouldn't be super excited about that, Evie. I don't think she's going to be there. She's sick. Um, but now they have like fucking 12 wiggles. So they've got a new girl who's very impressive. She's like 16 and she's now the new yellow wiggle. But they have two of every color on stage, and now it just, it just felt like... I saw that in your video, and yeah. I wasn't sure what I was looking at. What you were looking at, Eddie, was a bastardization of what I came to know the Wiggles to be, which was the four horsemen up on stage ripping and tearing and banging out the hits. They also were like a fucking... They were like Bruce Springsteen coming to tour Australia, and it's like, hey... Play Dancing in the Dark, and it's like, no, I'm going to play my new album. And everyone's like, well, no one wants to hear that. That's, it's so funny you bring that up, because I was just about to <gasps> say it'd be like Bruce Springsteen. Shout out to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. No, I not went and Bruce. saw him in the Hunter Valley, and I'm like, mm, why aren't you playing any of the songs I know? Yeah. Like, I don't care about your 30th fucking studio no. album, bro. Dude, like, they were, they were road testing new material, and it's I like... Know. As the parents, the parents are sitting there like the kids sort of, the kids know when it's a song they know and when they don't know it, they just kind of chill. But when the parents are like, what's, what the fuck's this song? Who is this? Who's Bok the hand puppet? <laughs> Let Bok get big on his own terms, right? Put Bok content out there and if Bok hits, then we'll get up for Bok. But don't just drop Bok content on me and expect me to like it. Bok being a gender-neutral hand puppet. Now, i got no issues with the gender-neutral hand puppet. The gender-neutral side, i got no issue with it. Although I would argue, why are we promoting that he's gender-neutral unless we're trying to push... Like, I didn't make... Doesn't, why don't we just let Bok be Bok? Let Bok be Bok. You know what I mean? Yeah. On his own terms. Yeah. Or, sorry, on their own terms. But it was just this weird fucking hand puppet. Then there was a mermaid who came out and, never, and we're sitting there going, uh, uh, let's just fucking play our fruit salads and our hot potatoes, and our fucking big red cars, hits. Why do you think we're here? We're here, we're for, here for the fucking hits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't give a fuck about your new stuff. No, I don't care about it at all. Like, what do you, what do you think I'm paying for? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it, it does my fucking head yeah. in. Like... You've made all your money off these songs and that's what we're paying for. So fucking play them. I don't care for your new shit. No. If, you, if people like your new shit, it'd be big. But you know what? You, your new shit will get big on YouTube and fucking, you know, let me hear about it on your albums. Let me hear the new shit on the albums and give it an opportunity to seep into my soul. Because mm. it will if it's good. Because they seep into your soul. Well, soul seepers will seep into a soul, Tom. But, you know, doing the bock whatever the fuck that song was, or the Mermaid song where you're like, okay, this is a lull. Like, let's just keep the hits coming, please. So to that end, very disappointed. I want to go back quickly, Tom, if I may, to unpack why there's now two of each wiggle. Why is that necessary? Seems like know. too much wiggle. It's so much wiggle. It looks like a st like a, the wiggles from Wish a little bit. Because it's like, well... Wish Wiggles. Wish Wiggles. I need this just to be your four Wiggles getting into their work. And the Wiggles have changed, right? It's not the OG. Anthony, the only OG there, which is fine. He's still doing his work. A little too much West Tigers rhetoric from him, but I that's all right. I can't believe he's still doing it. <laughs> he's very much now like, 
I stand on the side and I play the banjo. But that's I'm, essentially I'm it. pretty sure he's also the one that writes all the songs. He's and done and it. because he's the OG member, he's like got all the credit and like him and his brother and stuff started it and him his brother is a producer as well i think and then i think the original three who are no longer there still get paid like oh, they, they, get get, they get some royalties yeah. and shit but him and his brother still running the show he now as an aging superstar just sort of chills on the side a bit more still got it though and, and appreciate him but then all the other ones like the young fucking da, 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 dancing their asses off and shit it, it just the new Wiggles, right? So the ones that was replaced... Captain Feathersword there? Captain was there. And Dorothy? It was, it was great to see him. Dorothy was there. Great to see her. Wags the dog. Henry the Oct. Great to see so all the, of the... They're all still... They're all still there. And then they try and slip a bock or a fucking... Uh, Haven't they got a cop? They didn't bring the cop. Oh, good. They had bock and they had a mermaid. They had a tree that looked like he was on mushies. Shout out to Bathurst University uh, Unibar. Just reminded circa me of that circa 2001. 10, 11, 12? 10 or 11. Mushroom caps. What a night that was. Uh, not us, but people who were at university there. It was a green like, night. What was that night? Yeah, it was the Patty, Patty, some Paddy's Day. Paddy's Day. Yeah. Lot. One of the more, lot one of the more intense. Nights. I heard it was a lot tonight. Yeah, I heard it was fucking psycho. That's what people say. People and I, say and that that night was a lot tonight. Yes. Yeah. And people, that's why people had hit me up and they were like, oh, that looked like the uni bar in Bathurst circa 2012, 13. And I was like, oh, did it? That would have been a lot to digest. Um, Anyway, Evie loved it, like had a good time. But I did find myself at the end going, can we bail early from this fucking thing? Like, what's the rules around sneaking your kids out of a Wiggles concert? And then Steph and I were like, you know what? Don't be shit parents. Did Evie get dressed up? She had her Emma fucking tutu on. So ballet shoes. So why did Emma leave? What's the goss there, Dior? Uh, Emma left to pursue her postgraduate studies. She's like studying some crazy science doctor. Honestly, thing. she could go solo. Obviously, you can't be Emma Wiggle, but you could still be Emma and be fucking in yellow, potentially. Maybe that's maybe not yellow. But like, she to me just seems so clearly the most high profile, like sought after, connected most with the young people, Wiggle, or at least with young girls, but that's 50% of the fucking audience. And now she's not there. I'm like, sure, dude, you could go and... Because she's the only Wiggle who's had spin-off shit, obviously still under the Wiggles banner, but Emma Ballet, which is this whole thing where it's just her doing ballet. And now that has just been ripped away from us. <laughs> ripped away from us. And there doesn't look like there's any ballet rhetoric in the Wiggles anymore. And you know what? But can you feasibly just, you know, run the old stuff and pretend like Emma's still kicking it? You can do it at home. Yes. But you can't do it at the Wiggles concert. No, I understand. But it doesn't sound like you'll be going back. I won't be. And you know what else? And I feel like this is something I've inherited from my father um, because he is like, he almost manifests having people that are annoying around him. You know what I mean? Like he manifests annoying people around him because he can't handle it at all and he gets pissed off very easily with shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that guy at the golf course. Shout out to the guy who got eviscerated at the golf course. But behind me, like all in front of me, I'm looking like kids are jumping up and having a great time, but they're all like, their parents are all like keeping them in check. Like if they're being fucking too crazy. Behind me, I had what would be like the guy, the dad behind me looked like a Brazilian backup dancer with this huge curly hair. And like wearing like sweatbands on his arm and shit. Like look like an early 2000s MTV backup dancer. Yep. And I, his, got a, I got an image. Yeah, you've got an image. And then his kids were just 
fucking maniacs and booting the shit out of your chair and jumping around. And obviously, you have to let that be play on at a children's show. But it was very frustrating. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you have to please. And like, if, you, if, if your kid's fucking being annoying to someone, you pull in line and you go, hey, stop it. And you make them stop. Whereas this guy was like, just trying to talk to them. And I mean, that's fine. But you like make them stop and then tell them why you're making them stop. Don't just like, as they're doing it, be like, the man won't be appreciating that if you're booting the fuck out of his chair and slapping him on the back of the head. Like, just make him stop first and then let's explain to him why you're doing that. Before we move on any further, it's important for us to touch on what was probably the biggest part of the weekend. We almost missed it. But off the back of the golf and you doing your cat-cow poses was the Eddie golf memes because they were fucking brilliant. <laughs> so, you never quite know what's going to hit. No. In the punters and dribblers group on Facebook, if you're not in there, then... What's going to catch fire? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, but the the P's and the D's really took this one for a walk, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. And some of the material produced was right up there. Exquisite. The call on me video that was done. Cameron Kaler, I think, did that. Is probably, possibly, probably, my favourite piece of content ever to go into that It group. was perfection. That's how much I loved it. Yeah, it was perfection. Um, and we've had a few of these things over the, the, the lifetime of the P's and D's, like off the back of the potty where things have taken off from a meme standpoint. Um, from, I mean, me shirtless after the weigh-in, I think was one of them, or was it me hitting pads? You shirtless after the Wayne, I think, was it. From and me. then was there one where they're like the the missing Kempy? <laughs> yeah, missing Kempy. Missing Kempy for a while. Where did Kempy go? Did he go on holidays? I uh, was my, yeah, he had two weeks off or whatever that's over Christmas nice. and we just kept ripping because yeah. that's what we do. We never stop. Um, and then the handshake one maybe did that or was that just the mm. video that got put up there? No, that yeah. handshake thing, that, that I wanted that to take off but it didn't. Well, there was also it, the, the video games and all the Danny Widler ones Oh, the well. Danny Widler memes yeah, yeah. caught fire. Shout out to Danny, he's blocked us on Twitter. Oh yeah, Danny's blocked us on Twitter. Oh really? Yeah. Didn't oh. like the, he didn't like the Danny memes. I don't think he liked the memes. But that's, did he block us after that or recently? I wouldn't have a clue. I just was oh, trying to okay. check in a story he wrote he on the weekend. Well, he seems to disagree with our take that, you know, he squeezes himself into every photo. That's right. I fucking, <laughs> I've got, I like Danny, whatever. I mean, it's just weird that he, I've never tweeted at him in the history of the show. But he's we blown. still love you, Danny, mate. We still love you, Danny. It's no hard feelings. Um, so, you know, there's been, there's been a few things that have caught fire. And this one, I think, has probably been the most fuego we've had on any particular thing. And it was fucking glorious. All starting from you just trying to release the back. Just trying to release the back. Shout out to whoever it was, the Declan Barry, I think, who took the screenshots and just put them up there and just went, mm. like, have at it. Here you go, punters and dribblers, do your work or something like Is that. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone just went nuts. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love it. Anyway, shout out to you, P's and D's. Shout out Keep to you. Keep bloody going. Undefeated. Probably, well, not probably. I apologize for even saying probably. The funniest community on the internet, especially uh, dribbler community. 
who also punt. Uh, should we talk some sport? Punters and dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Neds. Big fans of Neds. We love Neds. They uh, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now, Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I... It's even Tobler if you're a loser. You can follow our profiles in the Ned's profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the About Even group, under groups. Now, the code to get in is Dribbler. If it's not Dribbler, it's Dribblers. Forgive me. There you can follow all our tips, me, Shebos, Gurus, Burmos, sometimes Tobler, but again, who cares about him? It's a great community environment where we tip winners, we tip losers, mostly learners, losers, but sometimes winners. That's it. Shout out to Neds. Now, what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, you voted with your, with your mouths, and Good Day has been popular with you all so far. Thank you very much to everyone who has uh, got around it, sampled it, tried it. But there's plenty more to go around, and we, we, we believe in this thing, the daily multivitamin, and we think you all should have a go. There's more gullets to be pounded. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at, if I'm looking at the gullets of this nation, not enough gullets... Full of good day. That's right. For mine. Well, listen, we see it. We we see we see gullets that need to be filled, and we are in the business of filling gullets. I'll say this, Ed. We've been on it for a while now, and it helps uh, with mental clarity. It helps with energy throughout the day. Uh, it helps with liver cleanliness and function. Which we, I know, health. I know. There's a shitload of you that need that. There's I a know shitload of you out there. for a fact. You need a good scrub of the internals. Correct. I know that. For we sure. know it. now. If you already got your own multivitamin that you're taking, don't bother changing. We're not asking you to change. But if you can you, if you want. You can, but you don't have to. But if you do nothing, if you do nothing for your health, then you've got to start somewhere. Now, if it's a run for you, that's great. But your nutritional health is something that we all fucking ignore. Good day is an opportunity for you to make smart decisions. The least you can do is a little good day. Use the code dribblers for 20% off. Punters and dribblers, 20% off. It's our gift from us to you. BeGoodHealth.com.au. Let's do it. Now, when we talk rugby league on the show, Eddie, I don't know if you've heard this before, but we do it for our good friends at KO, the home of rugby league. Funnily, funny story, this rugby league now no longer viewable on any other network in the world. Just KO. Dior. But KO is the number one place watching rugby league football. It's as simple as that. Do you want all eight games every round, ad-free, during play? Uninterrupted. Un. Interrupted. Well, you're only getting that at KO, punters, dribblers. They support us. You support them. But it's not even obviously support them because they support us. But, but they I, support you. But I just don't I don't get I, – I, we say it. I don't get how you don't have it. In 2022, I don't get – if it's a financial thing, it's not fucking that expensive. Don't be stupid. Don't be cheap. Be better. Just get KO, dude. Be better. Be smart about be it. Be better. Be, be smarter. Smart. Be bolder. Be braver. You're Improve me yourself. Tell me you're getting Stan's fault for the rugby. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Put Idiots. it this way. I, you know what, Tom? I would buy a KO subscription before I bought anything else. Even like food for my kids? Food, undies. Clothing, shelter. Clothing, shelter. 
roof over my head. It's an it's what's kind of a, a, the definition of addiction is is spending money on things before yourself, like before fitting your own face mask. You know what I mean? It's like I'm getting KO. Yeah, I'd I'd buy KO before I put a face mask. It's, it's, it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. KO is the bottom level of the pyramid. It is it's the, the bottom. The, or the you top. don't want to be the top. It's one. the bottom or the top. It's the yeah. one that's the foundation, though. Yeah. All else built on. Well, it's the important one. Yeah. So if that's the top, then that's where KO that's is. That's what it is. If it's, if the, it's bottom, the bottom, then that's where KO is. So shout out to KO. Thank you very much. Rugby league, rugby league, rugby yeah. league. Now listen, it's basically been like six months since this happened, and I feel silly even going back to it this far. Like I just don't get the point. But we'll just touch on it quickly. Manly did lose to the Sharks. But I think, truthfully, and this isn't about being a biased Manly fan, if you're Craig Fitzgibbon or Des in the Sheds at full time, I think that you're happier if you're Des. Now, let me explain why. Manly, in the first half, got fisted, right? It was a Talakai-induced fisting. He fisted the club. He fisted our fans. He fisted everyone there that night. Talakai fisted everyone. I was there, and I can confirm that I indeed was fisted by Talakai. Now, no one fisted harder than Morgan Harper, and unfortunately for Morgan, that's just the nature of professional sports. Sometimes you're in for a fisting, and you never know when that is. But we were without Martin Tapao, Josh Alloyer, Tommy Turbo, Josh Schuster. Hasn't been there all year, but we're still without him. You know, I'll remove Schuster from there. We've got Tapao. Why? I'm just going to remove him for the sake. He wasn't on the field. Well, I know, but I'm just – because this is how unbiased I'm being. I'm going to remove Schuster. We were without Kepi, Tapao, Alloyer, and Turbo. And there might be someone else I'm missing. But those four players, especially Alloyer for me, well, Turbo obviously, but like Alloyer as a forward has been the best fucking front row we've had all year and fucked our go forward. Now, we got fisted first half, granted. Again, shout out to Morgan Harper, who I feel sorry for. Tough night at the office, bruh. Hooked at halftime fame. Yeah, getting hooked at halftime's never an easy pill to digest. It's not. In and fact, you can't digest it. You can't it. digest it. It's non-digestible. You basically have to swallow it, and then it passes through. You doesn't digest, and you have to shit that pill out. That's right. Potentially eat it again if you miss more tackles. We then have to make the tough call, and we, we, we hook harps, and we bring in Stubby or Canner, depending on how you pronounce his last name, and they don't score another try for the rest of the game. We actually score 22 points. They score a penalty. We essentially, not essentially, literally win the second half. Almost the greatest comeback of all time. It was almost the greatest comeback of all time. Now, I was out at Shark Park on Thursday night because I love the club, obviously. Uh, My brother's a Shark supporter, so I was like, I'll go out and wear. I'll go out and watch it with you. First thing, first cab off the rank, Shark Park is a shithole. And <laughs> I mean that in the most loving yeah. way, right? Like, that makes it charming. Yes. I like going to a rugby, a rugby, a rugby league, league shithole. Like, uh, yes. A yes. rugby league shithole. I like nice. going to a rugby league shithole. Yeah. I think it's good for the fucking code. I think it's good for the game. Well, I now, think it's more, of, it's like more rugby league. Like, you go take me to ANZ Stadium, you're like, well, this isn't a shithole, but it is a shithole. I need, well, a, I need, a, I need like a, a, a rustic shithole. Well, it needs to be a charming shithole. Yeah. Full of charm. Yeah. and Not like a Meriton apartment shithole. No, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Now, they are making some improvements, but they weren't completed, right? So, I got a real sense for what it's about, and it's dribbly down there, bruh. It's dribbly. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, in fact, mainly just answer it as a question, but is it like constantly windy there? Is it like in the middle of a wind tunnel? Was it high winds? Oh, I don't recall it being windy. It was I just... I thought the first half was like fucking, we were against the wind and they were just kicking the crap out of it. Oh, yeah, I remember them saying It was that. like particularly yeah, yeah. windy. Maybe it was where I was standing. I, didn't, I, don't re- I don't remember it being windy. I don't know. That's a weird one. But it was raining, obviously. Mm. No, it was windy. It was windy. But it wasn't like windy, windy. Do you know what I mean? Mm, right. Not so windy where it's like, oh, it's windy. Okay. Like, I didn't remark as to how windy it was. Okay, they did on the And commentary. you would remark generally. Yes. You know what I mean? If it's really windy. You, go, you must have been in a place where you weren't affected by the wind. Because I'm pretty sure the wind was like... Howling. Worth, yeah, it was like howling, howling. We also lost Paseca and Walker during the game. So we basically won that thing. And Craig Davey. But my point is this. It was 32-0 at halftime, and I was taking my licks, mm. you know, as I always do. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment in then that second half when it was 32-22, and the boys were rolling, where there was a feeling in that ground that greatness was around the corner. And maybe a couple of calls went against us, and we were robbed of that moment. Yeah, we were robbed of it. But outside of that... Let's be honest, Morgan Harper, who goes away and gets better and works on his game and works on himself, if he isn't forced to mark one of the greatest rugby league handfuls I can recall yep. in Talakai, um, like, do they score a try? They don't score a try. I don't think they do. Did they score any other tries other than Talakai? I think that was it. Or at least Talakai, well, Talakai Tal- induced tries. There were, yeah, so Talakai 2, Mulatalo 2, which he set up. Will Kennedy, which was off the Talakai kick, and then Teague Wilton, which was because... Talakai was basically holding the defenders. Exactly, yeah. So, if you take away those tries, which I will, because in the second half, none was scored... Take them away, Ed. The score is 22 to 2. To Manly. To Manly. Now, what happens then if you... And that's a fact. Can I just ask, Eddie, one more thing? If you were to add Tom Trebojevic in... Who's worth 40 points. points. So, that's now we're looking at 62 to 2. 62 to 2. Not Plus Josh Alloway, and I think you, I think you get to seventy to two. That's what I think. Two. Josh worth ten, just through the meters he gets through, and like the work. He well, because he eats meters, Tom. Yeah, he does. He's a, he's a so meter. So we reader. basically win that thing seventy-two to two. That's a seventy-point victory. And I don't think anything that we've said is like wildly. Is served. that wildly out of like? Because we have got a perfect ke- test case. You know when you do thirty-two maths, points, like show your work, show how you've worked yeah, out. How'd the you result. work this out? How'd you get to the result? We've showed well, you. Well, it was thirty-two nil in the first half with Morgan Harper on the field and Talakai had just been a handful. Then we replaced him with Kandakala or Stubby Cooler. Stubby Cooler, and they don't score a try. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand the math? That's the math. That's how the math works. And then Tommy Turbo, who I pointed out literally in an entire season last year, I showed you every week the math. He's worth forty points. So that, that's automatically 62 to 2, right? Yeah. Are you getting this? Are you yeah. with me, Dave? Because it looks like you're not with me. Yeah, well, it looks like he's upset that we're working. That he's upset. Hey, you don't like... I know, I, know you, I know you're upset about it, brah, but the math is the math, yeah. okay? Math is math. Math is math. Math is math. Now, Josh Alloway, I don't have proof he's worth 10 points, but on Vibe and Vibe alone, I think he's worth 10. I vibed 40 points for Turbo. It was confirmed with math. With any, with any uh, like, sort of working out of any sums, you can equate at least up to 10 points... Based on vibe, you could look. That's it's it's like uh, prime numbers and shit. You know what I mean? And rounding up, mm. like 
vibe you, you can vibe. You, there is vibe. There's always vibe in, in working out in numbers. Mm. It's like in maths, they assume infinity. They don't know what infinity means, but they, they so you got to make some assumptions, in. right? Yeah. There's no absolute truths, but if you can show the working out, which yes. you can, it's full marks. Manly won that game 72 to 2. Full marks. Full marks. 72 to 2. Full marks for us. Karl Marx. Come on. <laughs> now I'm with you. <laughs> Shut up, Lefty. Uh, <laughs> um, but if we can just spend a moment on the Sharks, and not even on the Sharks, but Talakai specifically, he is he's a thing, isn't he? Is he is he an origin sniff? Yes. Now, yes, he 100%. He's getting is. thrown around a lot. Well, because he can play back row and he can play in the middle. And he can be a rugby league handful in the centres. So, like, he has to be th- spoken about. Even that was, I heard him saying that he could even just be on the bench as a, uh, uh, like, as a fucking bench option. Like you're picking him, and you're going, "What's he being picked as?" Essentially, well, he's he, been, but he's essentially utility. But they'd still have a utility, so they'd still pick a Nico or a Pappenhausen. Uh, well, I think you'd be you'd be playing him as a ripper and terror off the bench. I think that's what it is. He's just a ripper and terror of note. Yeah, put the RT on the back. Yeah, well, he's playing he's playing as RT. Yeah, who's your who's who's being selected who, and being selected RT? at RT? So, so, so C.S. Sophia Talakai, sorry about his first name. We were talking Origin yesterday because, you know, it's April and that's what you do at the footy, you talk Origin, mm-hmm. especially if your team's not playing. Yep. You sort of tune out and talk Origin. Queensland is so fucked, I think, this year. I think they are, I think they are so fucked again. Yeah. We are so hot. Yep. We were going through that side yesterday and it's a mother. It's it's a mother. And then you got Nathan Cleary pulling the strings. I'm like, we can't lose. There's no one really in that you would pick ahead of any New South Wales player that I can think of. Who's your hooker? Monster. That'd be it. Our hooker, Damian Cook. And you wouldn't pick Harry Grant ahead of him? No. Don't rate him. <sighs> wouldn't be picking Harry Grant ahead of the Australian hooker. No, sorry, David. <laughs> um, I think you'll find by the end of this year, Harry Grant will okay, be Okay, mate. Australian you ever heard hooker. of incumbency, bruh? Probably not, because you just flop and change on the wind. He doesn't get it. And so you wouldn't pick Cherry Evans over Cleary? Not in origin, I wouldn't. Oh, there you go. Not in origin. Not dedicated to a team then. If I in origin, I am dedicated to my team, dedicated to my state. When it comes to origin, Cherry Evans and, and, and us ain't boys. Cherry Evans can beat it when it comes to origin. He knows that. He knows he that. Gets it. He gets it. He understands he can it. beat it. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Clear is a seven, brah. And it's as simple as that. And then you've got fucking Tommy Turbo playing Rover again, just destroying motherfuckers. You've got a Rover and a Ripper and a Terror. We've created positions in New South Wales. You guys don't even fucking know. You, you're back there in like, Black and white TV. Where you don't full 8K. You don't get it going, we've got Caitlin Ponga, we've got Harry Grant. Like, yeah, right over. Cool. That's fine. Mm. Well That's, done. You know what? That's cute. That's cute. Really cute. Really cute. cute. But you don't get origin because you've never been to Queensland and you support you've Queensland. You've never even so you don't been get there. It. You've never even fucking stepped foot up there, you little shit. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I couldn't point it out on the map. I tried nah. the other day. No, nah, nah. exactly. Don't know where it is. Exactly. So, anyway. Talak, look, point is this. Talak High of ripping the fucking assholes out of people fame is up for consideration oh, yeah. in our side. You know what I mean? He's got a walk-up start. We'll think about it because that's mean, how stacked we are. Yeah, that's how stacked we are. We'll, we'll consider it. Whereas he'd be captain of Queensland. <laughs> he'd play every position. Yeah, he would. He'd be captain. He'd and, be their seven, mate. Yeah. But instead, he's just going to be on the bench warming up his fists, getting ready to stick him in Queensland buttholes. Yeah. It's what we think. And Maybe. We might not even choose him. He might, he might, not, he might even not even get, pick him. He might not even pick him because, no. you know... Cause we might so leave him in just the NRL to fist clubs. That's right. Because um, we're so stacked. Did I remind you that? We're stacked as fuck. Because um, we're stacked. But he is a handful. I heard someone say somewhere, Tom, that they're probably going to have to start putting fucking 
back rowers on him to mark him because he's yeah. he's too much of a handful. Yeah. And then, well, you saw that the uh, Titans were like, oh, having a back rower at the centre is kind of cool. Look at Talakai. Let's do it with Dave Fafita. Ah, fuck. We just got beaten by the Cowboys. It's like, it's not that simple. You can't just throw someone out there and hope that it's going to work. Talakai actually, I think, was a centre before he made it, like, in his junior career. So he was a centre, then went to the back row, then a centre again. Centre went to the... Dude, he started the year in, fr- in the middle. He was a front rower. Start of the season. Did he start as a front rower? Pretty sure, yeah. Dude, i, I got to tell you, right, like... I, I got to run Do an eye over him. on that, but... Got to run an eye over him when he was, you know, on my side of the field. Yep. He is so fucking thick. Like, he's double everyone else on the field in terms of raw thickness. Right. That's not surprising to me, but it's good to know that, you know, that he's as thick as, as one would hope in the flesh. Yes, if not thicker. Thicker than you'd even hope. For. I think. I think thicker. Think about like a. Think about how thick you think he is, and double it. Okay. And that's how thick he is. He's two times thicker than you could think. Yes. Then Your you assumptions are wrong. Two times thicker than you could than you could conceive. Yes, which is a simple rugby league metric. It's times two. Mm. Or to the power of well, not to the power of two, just times two. What's to the power of two? That's squared. That's squared. Which is to how many times? Times by itself. By whatever number it is. So as opposed to I'm too far gone from so that would, to no, know no, what it no, means no, anymore, so you know what I mean? No, no, no. So Stop that's, doing thickness, times, that's thickness times thickness. If you square it, it's thickness times the thickness. Not which is probably time. what it is. That's probably more thickness squared. It, is, the, it is actually, as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm fleshing this out, Talakai is thickness squared. Right. Thickness to the power of thickness. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's how you get Talakai. That's how you get Talakai. You square thickness, and yes. this is what... You times thickness by it itself. Yes. So thickness squared, thickness to the power of thickness. Um, what else took my mind, my eye over the weekend? Episode title. Thickness squared. Thickness squared. Now, I got to the game yesterday, Tom. I'm going to jump forward fucking five days, whatever it is. We're skipping every other game of rugby Well, league. I just, because we can go back. Okay, we can. We don't have to it's do It's our them. show, isn't it? We can. We don't have to, what? I'm going to go in order for you dickheads at home. Yeah, I don't think so. We can do what we want here. No way, bruh. I got out to the game yesterday, Tom, and the Anzac Day game's a ripper. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a special one on the calendar. But, you know, like the last post and the bugle and all, it's Fucking good stuff. Oh, it's a it's a real vibe. It's a vibe. You know, got the Australian flag there, the New Zealand flag there. It's just a coming together of two great nations, two powerful sporting nations. Mm. It was lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah. I, it, it just hairs up on the fucking arm stuff, bro. Sends chills down the spine. It's fucking powerful. I can report, pleasingly, no dickheads yelled out. Well... That's good, and thank the heavens. Now that ties nicely into that guy getting fucking beaten to within an inch of his life. It was one of the great. It's one of the great Anzac Day scenes, to be honest. There's many great things about the weekend that you see over the course of the weekend, and there's you know Anzac Day imagery, I would call it. But having some pissed Queenslander, no surprise that he's a Queenslander, no surprise that he's a Broncos fan, piece of shit, disrespecting the the diggers in the moment silent moment of silence to then have a dude in a bulldog's jersey tucked in mind you 
bash the shit out of you in the crowd and have everyone cheer. And like he basically brought t- people together. That guy who who bashed him, like people he, just people was just like, yep, yeah, play on. He got he got as many clean shots away than I've probably ever seen in a scuffle. Yeah, in a, in a crowd scuffle, they were some of the cleanest shots of all time. Now we have, I think, been shaped again by Instagram because we put that video up and then they took it down because it's violence. But for some reason, like Channel Nine Instagram can have it up there. Well, um, they. Look, I'm assuming that would be an, a news page. Well, so I they it can also. Do it. It also may be that we've had a couple of run-ins in the past. We have friends at Instagram. Yes. They don't seem to vibe us. No, they don't. Uh, which is disappointing. But now if you search Hello Sport in like a non in your like personal account, we don't come up. No, we've been shaped. Yeah. And it's pretty clear because of the or numbers. Shadow band or whatever the fuck. Numbers tell us so. Yes. Disappointing, not the point. That bloke got absolutely fisted to within an inch of his life. But like the first one, crack. Hat comes off, he stumbles. Comes back up, crack again, and then the guy just gets him in, uppercut city, and then I think throwing a couple of fucking knees at him. Yeah, and you know what? Some I knees would, up Mother Brown. Shout out to anyone who I knows wouldn't, that song. I wouldn't have been pissed off if he got a couple more in there. You know what I mean? You have got to be... A real Queenslander to do that. You have got to be one of the biggest pieces of shit to yell out during the moment silence. Yeah. Like, how, how fucking disrespectful... Do you have to be? I like, think you have to be is really it, is dumb tw- as Is well. 20 seconds, it's not even a minute, is I, 20 seconds too much for you to handle, you fat fuck? Like, I think it's dumb though as well, right? Like just dumb. Some people are just dumb. And I don't mean dumb like, oh, I didn't know that was offensive. Just dumb thinking like, oh, this will be funny and drunk. You pair stupidity and inebriation and you are going to get people like him. Gross stupidity and clearly like, you know, uh, inappropriate levels of drinking. Well, he knows about it now, though. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, he does. Like and the, like it the, weight, the like weight of his decision is now on his... It's written on his face. It seems, though, as well, what I like, and I hope, but you, it seems like everyone from, like, a police side of things is like, no, that's play on. Like, he got... No one was charged. It. No one was charged? No. Beautiful. Beautiful. Because, I like, it's funny. I don't know where I heard this. Maybe I, I I can't recall, but someone was saying that if you used to yell out in the moment silence, like back in the eighties, you got like properly bashed, and then as it happened that weekend, someone yells out gets properly bashed. I think it's fair. It is fair. It's play on. It's a hundred percent play on. Like if you're gonna roll the dice like that, bro, then I'm sorry, but there will be consequences. Yeah. Not always. There was on that occasion. There was swift you know I mean? justice. Swift, swift justice. Swift, fucking NRL fan, Bulldogs fan, justice. He had a bit about him that doggies fan, didn't he? Like he was a fucking that cunt had been in some scuffles. I can tell you right oh, he now. Could th- well, he could throw him, dude. Fucking up, but he just shapes up, shapes up. Boom. There, bang, bang. It must have felt good. It looked like he was looking for someone to feed, but he was like, I'll only do it if I have to. But he's also a, he was a, he was a tactician because he sought out the high ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's eyes up. Well, was he not always on the high ground? Or well, did he climb uh, up? well, then... I don't know. All I know is that he had the high ground. Shout out to that guy. You know Shout I mean? out to him. Anyway, back to the Dragons-Roosters game. There is nothing sweeter. Well, there is. there are some things sweeter, but it was fucking sweet. Then go into the footy with mostly Chooks fans. Most of them don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they like a few the of them were yelling out ball and shit during the game. And I'm like, yeah, oh my that's God. That's embarrassing. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You know who you are. And 
to see them so cocky, so confident, so on themselves. Oli Arch. Oli Arch, Richard Casey, Tom Cameron, you're all frauds. And to watch the world crumble around them as the dragons of who the fuck's in your side, fame? Get the sweet Anzac Day W was just... The Anzac Day Bickies? The Bickies, dude. They got the Anzac Bickies and nothing could be sweeter. No, I um, that video you put up was divine of just Notch and, uh, and Kaz sitting there just very dejected. Yeah. Very dejected. But almost though, like, I think that they're faking it in the sense that they don't they don't actually really get rugby league anyway. So they're just like, This is how I should act to a ma- that makes it more pathetic, yeah. which is the best part. Yeah. They don't you get know? rugby league to start with. Well, exactly. So it's them pretending to like rugby league and yeah. thus pretending to care. So uh, you know, it was good stuff. It was good to be out there. Great atmosphere, plenty of dribblers. Shout out to the lot of you. I've forgotten everyone's names. Um and congratulations to the Dragons. Ben Hunt had a good game. He's a footballer. Zach Lomax is a footballer. He is a footballer, that kid. He is a footballer. He's another sniff for the New South Wales centres. Like, I mean, we're just fucking stacked. We're stacked, dude. Stacked to the gills. Crichton got three tries yep. for the for the Penny Panthers. Yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. Like, like, he's fucking in and around. Brad Parker, He's you know, not Brad, a man to be ignored. Well, Brad pa- Brad made his tackles on the weekend. Brad made his tackles. Brad always makes his tackles. I don't think he's missed a tackle in his life. He hasn't missed a tackle. Now They call him Mr. Tackle because he hasn't ever missed one. Yeah, do you get it? Play on words. He hasn't missed a tackle. He's Mr. Tackle. Mr. Tackle. So shout out to Brad Parker, who is a sniff. We have it on good authority. Are we friends with Freddie? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, what else did I see over the weekend? Oh, that's right. Can you get just the results up on that screen there, Dave, so we can remember? Newcastle Knights. Uh, 39 to 2, was it? Oh, yeah. shit. Is that five on a trot or six? Six. Six L's on the trot. And not a try scored. Not a try scored. Can we just go through the score lines? There's some, pretty, there's some blowouts. There was. Broncos... We'll just go. Broncos pounding the dogs. I thought the dogs were all right early, and then yeah, the Broncos just run away. Fourteen nil, weren't they? Yeah, the yeah, dogs were at half time. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, my line's looking good here. But the dogs actually aren't as bad, even though they like died in the ass. They're not. As, they're, they're a better team than they were last year. It's like a spoon side. Well, they're just looking to. Well, they, they need to. They need to play eighty minutes of football time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not yeah, 60, just, not no, 50, no. not 40. They need to play a full 80. Yeah. And until they learn how to do that, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be real tough. The Cowboys are like. Like, I have no confidence in them. They won't be a top eight. They won't, I don't see them being in the top eight at all. But, like, mm. they'll, they'll beat up on some shit sides. No, I, I think they could be in the top eight. Nah. Dude. I don't rate them. Like, the bottom of the eight is pretty, like, it's Who, pretty gross down there. Dude. Yeah, well, where's the ladder, actually? Get us the ladder, mm. Dave. But if you assume that if you go... Hold on, hold on. Let's look at it. Panthers, Storm, Eels, Sharks, Cowboys, Roosters, Manly, Rabbits. Yeah. Then look look at the look at that Broncos Dragons Warriors Titans Tigers Knights Raiders Bulldogs fuck poo. Up the prize it's all poo. Some money you've got Raiders and Knights coming second third last it's all poo it is all poo down there so like I I can I see the Cowboys finishing like seventh or you're eighth? actually yeah. true looking at all those teams down there it's like the Cowboys will get into the eight by virtue of just not being of, of as shit, shit as the other that's teams. right yeah. that's exactly it they'll get in based on the fact that everyone else is shit 
Mm. That's like, how they'll get in. The Sharks did. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but they finished eighth with a like e- completely even record and zero points difference. They'd won as many games, they'd lost yeah. and scored as many. Mate, games. teams have got in before with a losing record. Yeah. Dude, you I thought the I mean? Titans. Was it the Titans or was that the Sharks last year? I think a team got in last year with a losing record, or maybe it was the. Year I before. thought it was like Sharks Titans and like the winner, one had to win, one had to lose. Penrith though are just looking unfucking beatable. They are looking, they are looking fucking unbelievable. But the Knights were like Dane Gaga in tears. Oh, was Did he? See that? Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. It's, I'm just like, wait, what happened? What happened though? That's I don't get it because they were like good at the start of the year, and I mean, obviously it's the first two rounds, and they don't make any fucking sense. But like, they just don't seem like they're as bad as they are. They shouldn't be as bad as they are. No, they shouldn't. They're like their pack is good. You got a good pack. Yeah. Like you got Caitlin Ponga. The halves go all right. Like, what am I missing? Dane Gaga is a footballer. Bradman Best's a footballer. What? They can't even score a fucking try. They took the points. 39-2 the score. Absolutely pounded into so the So they've got a drop goal as well, the Eels. That's even more disrespectful. Was that Mitch Moses? Just, just a 39 Being a cheeky little prick? Yeah. yeah. There you go. He doesn't well, mind a cheeky little field goal, no, does he? Doesn't. he? Uh, match of the round, though, was definitely Tigers beating Rabbitohs. That was a hell of a fucking rugby league game. I tipped the Tigers, so you're welcome. Um, but, oh, wow, Tom, you're going to try and celebrate that after they won the week before? Yes, I am. It was an impressive win. Now, Tigers W into North Faluma two plus tries. Two weeks hit in a again. Row, it hit again. I wonder what it would have do been. Do you paying. go three? Does, is that something that happens in threes? Who are the they Tigers next playing week? next week? Uh, they've got the Dragons. Oh, yeah, you do. This is a DMC bowl, bro. You go North Faluma two plus into the Tigers every day of the week. You're not getting 56 bucks no, anymore, you're not. unfortunately. No, you're not. But good to see the Tigers winning again. Like, don't win too much. But well, like, not against Manly in two weeks' time. I like to see them. I like to see them get a couple of W's here and there. It's good. Yeah, it's nice. Good for it's you. It's nice. Really cute. But I tell you what, Tom. More interesting than all of that, I think, is there's a real fucking fight on for who's going to win the spoon this year. I reckon. Because there's a lot of sides playing some really shit football. Well, least of all or most of all, the Warriors getting humped 70 to 10. <laughs> like, was there anyone crying after that game? There better have been. Warriors, no good. Bulldogs, But no the Warriors, good. dude, 70 points is fucked. The Bulldogs have scored 70 points all season. And we just scored 70 in a match. It was fucking embarrassing was, last night. And they was, got ripped apart. They got humped. It was 16-10 at halftime as well. Like, that was one half of footy. Well, that's actually... Is that a record points. for a half, second half of footy? Probably not, but it'd be close, yeah. right? How many did Xavier Coates get in the four? end? Four. four. And he scored, Fuck, he had a nine. He scored three in, like, six minutes. He's a thoroughbred, yeah. bro. Yeah, he's yeah. good. That one where he just chased down the winger, like, with a 10-metre fucking start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, so then, and then... That, to the me, was the winger the not having a crack there, though. Yeah, like, that was almost, like, lazy. I was like, how the fuck did you let that happen? Not enough belief. No. Dude, I mean, obviously, I'm not breaking any news here, but... Ryan Pappenhausen is such a fucking weapon. He is just so good. And of course the Tigers let him go. Even though the Tigers are good now, of course they let him go. Like, fuck me, he's good. And the Storm can have Nelson or Sofa Solomon put up a bomb. Dude, that was so good. Short, like, it was a good that, A kick. call must have gone out, no fullback, and he just goes, give it here, bruh, and just puts it up. Well, I think it was just fifth tackle 
accidentally found the wrong well, guy. Do you it's like in the storm, when it comes to the storm, it's like everyone. But it was pin. It was it was inch perfect. It was a great kick. It was a great kick. You even see the like usually like when Jai Arrow went for that drop goal for the Rabbitohs, it was like oh that's the most disgusting rugby league kick I've seen in years. Nelson was like perfect, <laughs> fucking you know technique dropping it onto his foot like this humongous leg booting it in the air. Bro, it was AFL. Even Pap's catch was like a full on mark. Yeah, it was. Above his it head. was real yeah. Melbourne vibes. The whole thing. Yeah. They probably do a little bit with the AFL boys. They would hundred percent. So, yeah. But Ryan, uh, yeah, Pappenhausen. A footballer, Cameron Manster had a fucking night out. He just takes the piss. Mm. No one knows what he's doing. No, it's like what, what's 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 this kid doing? And then oh, he's gone. He'd be yeah. the only Queenslander that would make the New South Wales side. Yeah, there are but you know on his day, Jerome Lua better. So. Yeah, way better, way better. On his day, on his day, way better. Um, but look, I don't know if there's anything else. The yeah, no, just that Manly's really good. And sucked into the fucking roosters. Yeah, so and so by, the by your maths, Manly actually scored more points than Melbourne this week because they won seventy-two to two. Yeah, we scored two more points. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I was. I, I thought you would have picked up on that. Yeah, the start. seventy-two. Yeah, so 70. take take your half an hour again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So congratulations to Manly on a win that wasn't recorded as a win, but was a win in the hearts win. and minds of the fans. Yeah. And in the hearts and minds of the most important Sorry. people in the situation, which is the players. Yeah. I think they come out of that game with a lot of belief. Shitloads like of belief. Chockers full of belief. A couple of things, sports-related things, funnily enough, sports podcast. Um, before things we, that aren't rugby league. Things that aren't rugby league. Things that want to be rugby league, but they're not rugby league. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Shout out to you if you get it. Um, very few will, but there are a few of you who will. So shout out to you guys. Pat yourself on the back if you know what we're talking about. If you know about. what we're talking about. You're, you're Johnny Ingates of the world, you're Jorge all days. They know. They get it. They get it. Um, Does Dave get it? Don't think so. I can kind of understand it, but I don't get no, it. He no, he doesn't get it. No, he doesn't get it. Um, Georgie Cumbosis has sworn off of chonging until after the fight. How do you feel about that? I like it. That's what I want to say out of my undisputed champion. Does that mean you can't beat off as well? I would assume so, right? Otherwise, because it's it's more it's not about the act of sex; it's about the the act of spilling seed. One would assume. I don't know. I think Dave's going to need to look that up for us. Wouldn't Tom there be a world where you would? begin to bulge or just get hard at the side of uh, like a, a, a gentle breeze i think you would you would overflow well so what potentially. you just, so it's purely about sex about like would you start having would you start having wet dreams i've never had one in my life so i wouldn't know haven't you no you've never had one no nope. i know that sounds weird i've just never had one you're right um, so I wouldn't know. Someone, someone said they had one the other day. I can't remember who that was. What? Yeah, like that you know. Yeah, that I know. Oh, who was that? Fuck. Anyway, shout out to you, um, mate. They're generally reserved for for like when you're going through puberty, right? Yeah. But, well, like I. Used but to I'm I, I'm under the I was sort of under the understanding and this could be complete bullshit and it might just be based on vibe and vibe alone that if you don't crank it and you don't release then the body will release for you but isn't that funny that like just to give an insight into men like for women that we can get so horny that we just come ourselves in our sleep 
You know what I mean? Like just to give you an idea of like <laughs> what we're dealing with on like the horny scale that we will just get so overwhelmed with sexual like just horniness that our body's like, fuck, we got to do something about this and just make you blow a load in your sleep. Like there's no way we're going to – we don't want to do this to him in public when he's in the middle of like a business meeting. So we're going to wait until all his defences are down and just make him pop off. Yeah. And you wake up going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I wonder for people who are like – who find themselves in like quite significant sexual droughts, I can only say that thankfully that has not been – my experience mainly because Steph and I, I guess you would assume the reason. No, but I, well. yeah, I don't think I've never been in like a year long fucking sex drought. But I don't right? think it's, I don't think, it, I don't think it would be a sex drought. So still, it's more because you can still beat off. Yeah, exactly. It's more that if you're just trying to hold the, if you're trying to hold it all in, if you're trying to hold, hold the fort. But I, I wonder though whether if, if you're you've trying been to, if you're trying to, if you're trying of, to damn your urges. But uh, but like I'm wondering if you're just starved of sex though. Obviously, sure, you can go and, you know, incognito tab you to your heart's content. But do you think that there would be an... Even Q Soto, Dave, is there an mm. increase in wet dreams from just people from not sexing? Or is it all about load? Is it all about I think it's, I think it's. I think it's about load management. Right. Okay. That would be my guess. Mm. Women can have wet dreams as well. Really? Obviously, they don't always have to be as wet, but they can have nocturnal orgasms while they're sleeping. There you a go. Nocturnal orgasm. Mm. There you go. There you go. You learn something new every day. A little nocturnal gas. Now, what have you found? So high testosterone levels are associated with more frequent wet dreams. There, you go. there is also a link between an increased frequency and a lack of sexual activity, such as masturbation or orgasm. Okay. Do you see, so how makes, how common sense. are they in people over the age of 25, for example? Even 20. Um, I mean, it definitely does say it's mostly during puberty. But I feel like I don't think it's something they're measuring too much. Well, I, I, don't, I think they should be. Yeah, they really should be. <laughs> Who's measuring. out there talking about the wet dreams they're having as an adult? Well, you'd be in some What are we paying for? What, where's my tax Where money going? Where are the tax dollars going to? Fucking if they're not going to researching to wet dreams, then what the fuck are we paying for? Shave off a couple of cents. Vaccine mandates, Eddie. Yeah, man. <laughs> It says sleep orgasms do happen more infrequently as you get older because unlike during puberty, your hormone levels aren't out of control. Right. So you're just spiking all over the place. And when you spike, you nut yourself. You nut yourself. Right. Now... Because that doesn't mean I don't have sex dreams sometimes, right? But I certainly don't have... There's a difference, Tom. There is a difference mm -hmm. between sex dreams and... But... but Answer Put it me this, this way. You Answer me up. this. Wet dreams. Do you just wake up going, oh, geez, I've come myself? Or do you wake up going, was having a nice dream and I also jizzed? But yeah. The so ladder. usually you're waking up after having a, a horny dream and you, yeah, and you, and you are. Yeah. Wow. You can bring yourself to completion just purely through thinking about it, essentially. Yeah. Through the mind. Through the mind. Powerful, powerful thing. Powerful, powerful stuff. Back to George. Back to George. Yes. The ferocious one. The ferocious one. I look. The fight's not that far away. So if he's sworn off everything now, I think I think you could probably get there. Can you? Has he? Have you found anything? Here, as he said, it, from the article in his interview, it, he doesn't mention masturbation. He just says he's not going to have sex, and he makes some comment that he's already got three kids, so it'll do him some good. Yeah, I don't um, think he's whacking off though either. I think otherwise, because it's all about load, right? 
keeping yourself fucking. What does it do to your testosterone levels if you restrain? Yeah, does it actually help? Is there is there physical or is this benefit? is this an old fighter's fucking wives' tale? Wives' tale, and it's all bullshit, and he shouldn't waste his time. Have you heard those yarns about Mike Tyson? He'd like have sex. It's not like he'd have sex like before the fight in the change rooms and shit. So he wouldn't go out there and kill the guy. He reckons. I mean, that's certainly one way to spin a yarn in terms of going like, "Oh, I've got to have sex right now before the fight." <laughs> I don't want to kill him, quick. But yes, but when Mike says it, you sort of believe him. Yeah, you like, do. Yeah. Speaking of Mike, how about that guy that he beat the shit out of on an airplane? What a <laughs> fuck! He, <laughs> I love that. I hope he's in any trouble. Can you check that out? Because he, the guy, no, the guy's suing him. Yeah, I think the guy is. I no, like yes. mate. See, was, the world is fucked up, man. Like the guy was being an absolute piece of shit. You shouldn't be able plane. to bait someone into. Let alone suing a, them. Let alone a I mean? goddamn pit bull like Mike Tyson. Like you know what you're doing, and he's filming it and playing up for the cameras. And Fuck! The I hope it goes bad. And the for guy him. says the lawyer of the guy says um, Mike Tyson should have recognised how big of a fan this guy was. And I'm like, if this guy was such a fan, why is he and being Mike such an asked him to leave him alone? Why would he keep going? Like, that do, being a that fan of someone sense. does not give you carte blanche to treat them however you want. Oh, I'm a fan, so I can just be a fucking prick to him. Even though, but what I'm saying is, if, if you are a proper fan and he asks you to fuck off, to fuck off, then you would. If you're a fan, yeah. Can you but find not anything a on that, Dave? Yeah, yeah. So he's being sued. There's some quotes here from the lawyer who said, "Our client is a big Mike Tyson fan. When Tyson boarded the plane, he became overly excited. At their first interaction, it was cordial, but at a certain point, Mr. Tyson clearly became agitated by an overly excited fan and began to strike him in an excessive manner." Uh, the situation could have been avoided by simply contacting the flight attendant and our client denies throwing a water bottle prior to being struck by Mike Tyson. Fucking um, lawyers, mate. Yeah. They just, they just and this fucking, this piece bullshit. of shit trying to make money out of Tyson, like just... I mean, like, you get your notoriety, dickhead, now piss yeah, fuck off. fuck off. Like, you don't have to now sue the... He priest. also wasn't that badly fucked up. Mike went easy on him. You got a bit of blood like coming oh, out. Oh, like, just a bit of claret. Bit of Tyson induced claret. Play on. To be honest, and I would never do it because I'm not a disrespectful asshole like that guy. But, but you like punching them. No, I mean, it'd be kind of like nice to have been bashed by Mike Tyson in that sense, right? Like it's a, not like even a claim to fame where I wouldn't want to be filmed by it, but like, you know, oh yeah, I would have loved to have faced a warny fucking leggy. I would have liked to have taken a hanger. I would have liked to have fucking, you know, had Joey throw a fucking no looking cutout ball to me and score in the corner, whatever. Right, like to you know, have run off Cliffy and Beaver, Brady Stewart, like throw Brady a flick pass, like to bloody ride on Thorpey's back as he's coming down the straight. Imagine riding Thorpey's back in that four by one hundred. Yeah, just cling onto him against he's doing Gary Hall. Turns and shit. Just fucking like you just cling onto him. Yeah. you just hold him tight. Yeah. And you just imagine the feeling of going that quick through. And then water. like as he's like coming up to a tumble turn, you just take a deep breath and you <laughs> roll with him, and then you guys are back off. Right? We'd all love to have had those experiences. Well, one of them would be to get fed by Mike Tyson. I think. But depends, this guy's now into the You know, I wouldn't want to be like not fucking, like that guy. No. I wouldn't want to be that guy. No. Well, I just mean I wouldn't want Mike to go like proper Mike on me. I wouldn't I would want to get dead. Well, I never want to get knocked out or killed, but I wouldn't mind like what that guy had happen to him. Sure. I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. Uh, back to George. Yes. Have you found the information that we need, David? Which information? Does holding I, on to your nut. Yeah, yeah no. So there... 
basically, I'm on some website which talks a bit about No Nut November and about like if it's a good thing. Have you ever heard of this? I've heard of No Nut November. No Nut November? Yeah, I've heard of it. So they're like, don't come during November. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Some sort of like, is it for charity? If it's for charity, I get it. I don't know. November or is it? I think it's just a meme. Yeah. Oh, it's a meme. Right. That makes a lot more sense. Like people claim to like do it and stuff Mm. and like. Because that'd be a weird movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, But basically it says people claim that. there's one small study that found men's testosterone spiked after abstaining from ejaculation for a week. However, there's also studies that indicate that testosterone is elevated by masturbation. So, basically, no answers. Yeah. So basically, George go, he's vibing this thing out. Yep. And vibes telling him Don't in no uncertain it. terms. Don't come. Damn that load, bruh. Yeah, yeah. And unleash it on yeah. Haney. I wonder whether as soon as he finishes, he drops to his knees and just. <laughs> I think he, I think, I think he nips back in the dressing room and, and gets into it. That's yeah, what I reckon. Gets into the shower with all his belts on. Yes, just drenched in belts and nut. Yeah, <laughs> yep, drenched in belts and nut um, is how we see that going. So that's what um, we see happening on June fifth, sixth, like seventh. Shout out! Fifth, and while fifth. we're on Biff, shout out to Tyson Pedro. Back in the UFC after three years out with injury and fucking knocks a guy out first round. Love to see it. He's also one uh, of the owners of Drink West with Ty and, and Nathan Cleary of Can't Sing fame. Um, but, yeah, that was cool to see. Fuck the guy up. Leg kicks, leg kicks. Guy fell down, just bang, knocked him out. Very horny. Also good to see Tyson Fury get another W. I yes. would be disappointed if he retires because he's a lot of fun. But I don't think he will. Did you read his comments, though? How nah. he said that he promised his wife that after the third fight he'd retire... But then he felt like he owed it to the the British people, his fans, to fight one more time. They in brought UK. they brought fucking Francis and Garnu into the ring after the fight. But that's not like I'm talking about a, another boxing fight. Yeah, but they're as gonna, opposed to like a dude, fucking exhibition, which dude, is basically what they see. Yeah, are. but they're well, it is and it isn't. They're going to be apparently fighting hybrid rules of boxing and MMA. Oh, that seems ridiculous. Or it's going to be boxing with MMA gloves. Oh, well then Ngannou's in big trouble. Well, Ngannou is in big trouble. He's in huge trouble. Yeah. That's frightening for Ngannou. Well, that was always going to be the, the case. Mike right? Tyson, Tyson Fury fucking with those gloves on? Oh, my God. He'll knock him out. You would think so. That's outright. It couldn't be hybrid MMA rules because fucking Ngannou would kill Tyson. Yeah, Fury. but I think the hybrid being the gloves. That right. might be the only thing. But they, that's why I'm like, well, he's not done done. But again, it's, it's a bit exhibitionist. Oh, definitely. Well, it's not like boxing. It's not a full boxing yeah. fight, but it'd be cool. I don't care as long as it happens. I just want to see these fucking fights happen. It's just interesting. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But it was, I mean, Dillian White, who he beat, was like, there was never any other outcome in that fight. Like, he was winning that. Is that the second time they fought? I don't know, but like, there was just no other outcome for that fight. Fury's so much better than Dillian White. Like, it's not even close. It's a little disappointing that he never fought Joshua if he has retired. Yeah, but, I know, I know. Well, but, he's a- like, but AJ's not in his level anyway. No, but they're like Anthony Joshua's had a lot of opportunities to do it. You would, that's what they argue. Usyk, obviously, they're over in he just Ukraine keeps defending his country. Now, just before we move on to the dribbles, of which we're hearing there are lots. Uh, apparently the king is moving to Sid. The king? Kyrgios. 
I want to sit down with him and have a yarn. So do Real I. Real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Well, if he's moving to Sid, it'll be a lot easier. But I don't know. Does he do podcasts? Is he, is he coming? Well, he's got his own podcast. Yeah. I don't know if that's still going, but he at least did it for a little bit. Yeah. I don't think they do it regularly, which is a great sign for a podcast when you do it every 12th week. It's a great way to uh, build it up. Well, the king works on his own hours, his own time frame. Yeah, he you does. You know? And if he feels like doing one, he will. I mean, 12 weeks to him could be his own week, you know? Well, in fairness, when you are the king, you don't really need consistency to get your pot out there, right? Or to build the audience. You just go, I'm the king, here's an episode, bang. But he's also like, and I can understand why, he would be sitting back going, everything I've got is because I was inconsistent. You know? He's consistently inconsistent. I'm consistently inconsistent. My performances are inconsistent. My training is inconsistent. My verbal tirade is probably the only thing consistent in my life. And that's maybe why I'm doing so well. You know? Mm. So no, I respect that. Anyway, is he moving for love, Tom? Uh, I don't know if he's moving for love, but I know he's been looking at props around the eastern suburbs, Eddie. So, I mean, we might even just bump into him doing sand runs on Bondi Beach, you know? Love that. According to the articles in late February, he was contemplating moving to Sydney to be closer to his girlfriend. There you go. There you go. He's moving for love. Love that. He's got a big heart. He's a bit of a puppy dog underneath. He is. Well, often that's how it goes, right? The inside, it's you actually really soft, sweet and delicate, but you need this hard exterior to protect the softness inside. That's right. A hard outer shell. Like a skull to the brain. Yes. Or like a, a, a Cadbury cream egg. Or a Caramello Koala. Yes. Exactly. He's a Caramello Koala. Shout out to Caramello Koalas. They call me Caramello Koala. Whilst we're on, even tangentially, Bondi, I went to Raw Bar yesterday, which is a sushi joint there. I'm aware. I mean, we, I always go, or at least I've been plenty of times, but ever since this... Shout out to the bird living in our roof. Um... Every ever since Zoe was born, Steph and I have been meaning to go, and we haven't been able to just because fucking conflicts, schedules. And yesterday, we're like, you know what? Fucking let's go to Raw Bar. And you know what we did? We went down there. We perched up outside, left Evie with the fucking family, and Zoe slept in the pram. And we fucking put a hurtin' on some sushi and a hurtin' on their spicy Tommy's margaritas in the sun. <laughs> And I just sat there going, fucking oath, this is living. Now, is that just an aside for the pun on the dribbler just to know that I gorged on fucking raw fish and margs yesterday? Yeah, that's it. That's all. I just wanted you to know. Did you get some miso eggplant? No, didn't. Ooh. I got the, uh, we got the, uh, I do love the miso eggplant, mm. but no, we were just going for more of your, your real sushi shit. But we did get some agadashi tofu as well. Love my agadashi tofu. Love my agadashi. My mouth's watering just thinking about it again. I could drink that agadashi juice, like juice, juice in a in. cup. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could fucking drink. I reckon you could live off that. Kingfish bro. carpaccio. Thanks for coming. Uh, just a. Two two assorted sashimi sets. Yeah, we went back for seconds. Did you get raw? Did you get uh, spicy tuna? Spicy tuna signature roll. Yeah, yeah we did. Did yeah, we also yeah, get the yeah. spicy tuna tempura roll? Yeah, we did. I think that when it comes to the the raw fish, tuna is my favourite. 
Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Tuna's best in class. I think tuna's best in class. It is. Like, salmon turns up every single day and gets into its work. Salmon's the blue-collar worker yeah. of the raw fish on assortment, yes, right? It goes doubt. in there and it, it does the tough stuff. Yes. It's almost the nut trucker. It is the nut trucker. I'd say that you're like, your kingfish is a bit more of your, like, hipster. It's, a bit, it's yeah. delightful and I love it, yeah. but it's like a bit more boutique-y. You know yes. what I mean? Well, this yeah. is a, it's a bit craft beer yeah, it's, it's a craft beer of the, yeah. of the raw fish. Yeah. And then you've got tuna where you're coming in here and you're like, this is primo tier one, melting your mouth stuff. Although kingfish, I would say, it's sort of hard to class kingfish because it does a lot of its own work. So it's like sort of Harry Styles with One Direction goes out and does its own thing yes. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's its own, it's its own, like, man. Like, you go to restaurants, plenty of restaurants, not sushi restaurants, just restaurants generally, and most of the time there's a kingfish ceviche on the menu. But Outside of the sushi realm. You yes, mean, but there's yes. no other raw fish on the menu. Yes. It'll just be kingfish. So it, it does some some solo stuff. It, it's solo work. It's probably a greater solo performer than the other ones. But you can get some raw tuna, dude. But you don't see it. No, you don't. You only see it in the sushi context. That's exactly right. And that's what I'm saying. But tuna is Freddie Mercury. Do you know what I mean? For, yeah, it is. Tuna's Freddie Merc. It and just, then... It just shows up and goes, yo, I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the best front man of all time. Of all time. And then, yeah, salmon, obviously... Salmon gets around a bit, but it certainly... It plays its, it's it, it plays its role... But it's uh, it's certainly like the rhythm section. It's like a session musician. Exactly just goes out and works. Really good though. Like yeah. probably one of you'd argue one of the greatest guitarists in the world, but just not in a good band. Mm. You know, never the front man. Never like you know, never winning Grammys, but deserves a Grammy. Just yeah for turning up. Makes the tough carries. Yeah. So shout out to Salmon. Shout out to Rawbar. Rawbar's fucking. Rawbar. So if you're ever in Bondi, don't go down lose. there if you've got no money though. Like if you if you're like well, he's in. You're not. They if you're will, living by not, the Shannon and Oily Rag. Sushi on Stanley's for you. So I, which is my main sushi. Sushi on Stanley, Stanley Street, Darlinghurst. That is the greatest sushi place in Sydney. IMO and it's phenomenally priced. But if you are taking the miso out for a little bit of a special occasion, if you want a wine and diner, raw bar in Bondi, outside. Town Margs outside. Yep, that's, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. But you will get fisted financially. But you know what? Go As with the that. fisting's happening, you're going, I'm kind of liking this. Well, you just go, I think you have to go and be like, okay, I'm preparing to get fisted here. Like, that's just, this is what it is. This is a fisting en route, but enjoy the fisting. Yeah. Enjoy. If, you if you tense up, it's, gonna, it's not going to be enjoyable. No, but if I'll, you relax and go with the flow. Yeah. Allow the aromas to ease the tautness of your, of your yes. bum hole. Release the tautness. Release the tautness. Like amyl. Exactly. There's no plate. Yeah, bring your amyl. Well, you either bring your own amyl or just allow the aromas to act like amyl and just... So the scent, the aroma of the raw, of the raw fish coupled with Mixed the spicy tummies. Mixed with the salt, tummies. the ocean salt water yeah. and the sun and a and bit everything. of vitamin D, that's vitamin the Vitamin D, amyl. margarita, your butthole just loosen yeah. and then <laughs> you don't care about the price. And then when they bring a bill over for, you know, considerable Whatever. monies, yeah. you don't care. More than you can afford. Doesn't matter. It's all right. Doesn't matter. You go, that's fine. It's all right, my asshole's loose as a goose. <laughs> <laughs> on that note on that note we should dribble we should because that wasn't uh tom eddie dior mr tobler welcome to the podcast mate uh nils over nova castrian here um uh bear with me um uh, just a couple of stats i'm going to read out to you um so we got the 
the Eels, Parramatta Eels, they beat the Melbourne Storm early in the year. Tonight, Tigers, they beat the Parramatta Eels tonight. So it's, that's what I'm saying. I've got the Eels beat the Storm, Tigers beat the Eels. The Newcastle Knights, they beat the Tigers. So that technically makes the Newcastle Knights new premiership favourites. We will win the 2022 Telstra Premiership. Um, yeah, Pepsi Max soon. Cheers, boys. Great to hear from Neil. So, and look, he is trying to employ a bit of rugby league math there. I don't know that he's got his sums correct. He was trying to show his working out, but I don't feel like it made sense. And this was obviously sent in before they got fucking harmed by the Eels. Neil, so that was really dribbly. Yeah. That's what I'd say. That was particularly fucking dribbly. Look, he's 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 heard our rugby league math yarn from 2021. We can't all do the sums. We can't all be great. Like, I didn't just wake up one day and fucking go uh, and cr- start crunching numbers. You didn't like, wake up a mathematician. No, I didn't. You I had rose to, I put, to prominence. I rose to prominence. I, I, there's a lot of unseen work that goes into being brilliant with numbers, Tom. And they don't see the hard yards. They don't see the grafting. They don't see the early mornings, the late nights. Yep. They don't see what it takes. Nilso's got it wrong on this occasion. His yeah. math doesn't work out. It rarely does Nilso's math work out. You know what I mean? Like I don't think his math ever worked no, out. No, I don't think it has. So I'm not shocked that his math didn't work out on this occasion. Newcastle obviously get humped 39 to 2. They don't know how to score rugby league tries. Point. Well, points, but tries specifically. Tries specifically. They can kick a penalty, which is good. Has a, I'll ask you this, Tom. Has a team ever won the comp without scoring tries? No. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No. I could be wrong. I don't think you are, though. Like, yeah, of course you could be, but I don't think you are. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, look, Neil, so maybe just focus on trying not to win another spoon. Yes, I'd be keeping real eyes on the prize, which in this case is spoons. Because no one's forgotten about the fact that you went three in a row. Three pet of spoons. Have three pet of spoons. Has anyone ever done that before? Or is that maybe the magpies back in the day? They don't exist anymore, so no one. You no, know, no one. Probably have to go all the way back to the Annandale Dales. Tom. The Dales might have done it. The, the Dales, Dales probably did it. Done it yeah. But basically, it's just nuts. Anyway, I think it's probably a good time to move on. Tom, Eddie, Tobler, and especially Dior. I'd just like to say. Happy 20th of the 4th around America. (laughs) 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 Is that it? Is he gone? That was it. Oh, my God. Don't know what he was doing there. I half believe that was just Dave himself. (laughs) Roasting on up and and assuming that's what he was doing. Well, we don't know for sure. We can't be sure that he was punching cones. But I tell you what, for me, was the giveaway. And I've never done it, so I wouldn't know. But this is what the giveaway for me would be, is that when it sounded like the billy had been punched, he goes, ooh. (laughs) It's that that like noise that you give off when, when, and I say when, because again, I, I wouldn't know, but what I know to be true when you're like trying to just come to terms with the amount of smoke you've just inhaled and ooh, ooh, just after you punched it. That's that was that was a that was a punch of note, I think. It sounded like he really roasted something there. Yeah. 
Shout out to that guy. Good on you, mate. They're calling it the worst regular season right-hand side defensive performance of all time. <laughs> good judges aren't. Yeah, good judges aren't. Bad judges. Might. A, yeah, bad judges might. But good judges aren't. So, I'm not too concerned. No. Uh, look, refer to my earlier monologue about how Manly, you know, basically won the game. So... Is it a monologue when two of us are talking about it? What is it when two people talk about it? A dialogue, I believe. I was going to say two-a-log. I was going to say duo-log. Two-a-log. Yeah, look. A -a two-a-log. Fuck that guy who's a bad judge. He doesn't know what he's talking about. On we go. But, you know. Licks. I to me Eddie it's funny, right? Like they're they're getting all uppity and licking us. We won seventy two to two. I oh, know. I oh, know. That's what is crazy to me. It's they're lick, they're handing out faux licks. Yeah, we we fucking pumped them. That might have been the greatest win in the club's career, the club's history. Career history. Same thing. Yeah. Point stands. Score was seventy two to two. So on your bike. Yeah. Don Eddie Dior Thomas Toby Tobler. This one's a good one. Sharks forever. Pounded manly into the earth. Yuck. Mm. Okay. Tommy Cobbler, you loser. Take my licks. Okay. You know who it is. Oh, that's disgusting. Who the fuck's the Birkenstock Dribbler? How do you know his voice? Because he's clearly, a, he's, he's obviously in Camp Tobler to some degree. I've crossed paths with the Birkenstock Dribbler previously. Okay, there you go. I okay. mean, he was the one after, he called up after, must have been last year when you ripped Birkenstocks to shreds. Yes. And he called up defending them. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Podcast after. Yeah, right, right, right. right. I, I, I stand by my comments on Birkenstocks. I can remember the Birkenstock chat. Yes, I know. And I'm going to take you at your word that, there he was, was conversation had around it because yeah. I can't remember it. No, but um, we stand by our comments on Birkenstocks. <laughs> and <laughs> fuck that guy. But we are taking our licks. The sound of those licks was was hard to listen to. The sound of it was hard. Well, licks are never easy to take. No, they're not. They're not. And they shouldn't be. But sometimes they're easier to take than they are to listen to, I would say. That's what I learned today. If you got off on the sound of that bloke licking, then you need to go see someone. Yeah, you need to get your head red, respectfully. <laughs> yeah, that was foul. So, Matty, I'm just uh, forecasting your next uh, podcast. Quote. Yeah, yeah, we won the second half, but... Yeah, yeah, no, no, we won the second half. 
Well, fucking two halves. You got to win two halves, mate. He's actually incorrect. We just think we won the whole game. Uh, no, he again. Go back and listen to the fucking opening forty yeah, minutes. We won the game on rugby league. We won the game. Not so, the second half. We won the game. We won the whole match, seventy-two, 72 to two. two. That's what we're saying. And we showed you our maths, dude. We got full marks. I got a fucking sticker and a stamp and shit. Yeah, I probably yeah, won yeah. an award and assembly yeah, for that math. Yeah, got a gobstopper. Gobstopper? You think you're given a treat as well? You get like a sticker. You get like a fucking thing. We like weren't given lollies. You're you weren't given lollies. They're no. handing out loose gobstoppers. No, yeah, I don't remember getting. Devo, we used to get like achievement did. awards and shit. Yeah, we'd get yeah. like in class. You get like a gold sticker. You'd get a fucking this, and then you'd like get a gobstopper in class. Yeah, we'd get like a Freddo or something that was individually yeah, wrapped, so yeah, it's not yeah. like just loose lollies sitting in a drawer. Well, I don't think it's like being pulled out of the teacher's fucking back pocket. <laughs> thankfully. But it was like we had a gobstopper machine. You twist the thing. And uh, so more like a gumball than a gobstopper. Well, no. More like a gumball machine that houses gobstoppers. Right, okay. Not big fucking... I'm with you now, yeah. Not like cricket ball gobstoppers. Like just a small... Mm. Do you reckon that was choking the, hazard gobstopper. Do you reckon that was the source of your sugar problems? Oh, mate. My sugar problems came long before that. Long before that. I've been pounding sugar since I was a pup. Anyway. I can't even remember what that dribble was. <laughs> Neither. Doesn't, I don't think it matters. Clearly. Oh, two hearts. Shut up. I'd like it if Cronulla fans did that in the crowd. Like, that'd actually be a good sort of Viking clap-esque thing. Did you see... Penrith doing the Viking clap. I did. I and, loved and the, every the second got of it. So cut. It's like you stole it. Like you've only been doing it for like three years. I know, but it's not. It wasn't even your thing. That's what I mean. Though. You you've saw only someone else doing years. it. Like, but now, like, obviously, the crowd. Like, I don't. I, I haven't paid too much attention, but are people like that's really poor form from the fucking Penrith fans. Like, no, it's not. not. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, and that's what shit talking is all about. It's the equivalent of you guys calling up and licking us right now. Raiders need to take their licks, and that's been getting Viking clapped into the earth by the opposition <laughs> fans. As you're getting humped. As you're getting humped. Get, like, when they use your fun, gimmicky little thing against you as you're getting humped, mm. that's funny. That's funny. Like, you miss, you don't, can you take a joke yeah, or not? take it. Take a joke. That's your take version. Licks. You got licked. You got licked. Why should they have to put up with you Viking clapping if we can't do it back to you when you're getting licked? <laughs> but you should have to. Yeah, That's part should. of yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Everyone should be Viking clapping the Raiders now. Hundred percent. If you're humping the Raiders, you should start Viking, Viking clapping clap. them because it's hilarious. And it'll just become like, it'll just be so good. They're it'll be so good, Viking and it'll become clap, a thing. Yeah. Viking clap the Raiders, and then they're gonna like stop Viking clapping because everyone else is Viking clapping them, and then it'll just become when you play the Raiders, you Viking clap them. As you hump them. As you hump But you've them. got to be humping them. Yeah, if you're losing, then I wouldn't I wouldn't encourage it. Well, it's just a bit lame. Yeah. You know? That will be, be so good. Yeah, I hope that happens. I hope that happens. Because they're not going to win another game this year. No, no, so there's no, plenty done. of opportunities. You'll be able to do it. There'll be an opportunity this weekend. I don't know who they're playing, but you can clap them. Pay up, pay up Michael Pride. Yeah, pay up. Just give us the full grant and Let's move, move on. on with your life. Couldn't have picked the two worst sides to support. No. 
idiot. Absolute idiot. Have they won one game each or two games each, rather? Uh, I think they've had one game each. Uh, Raiders have won two games. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Knights have won two games. Knights have won two games. There you go. Two Pathetic. Losers. And we've beaten both of them. Anyway, let's move on. Tom and Eddie, Eddie and Tom, uh, long time listener, second time dribbler. Um, hope you've always doing well. Love the show, love the additions, love the show. Um, just some deep thoughts this evening um, and thinking about our boy Brad Parker and a previous, I'd say, failed campaign to get to get the man a, a blue tick um, on Instagram. Let me let me think, boys. You guys are way too big now not to have the blue tick. Um, I've seen you take down Apple. I've seen you take down KO. You know, maybe get you know, the Lord of the Stars easy on it, mate. But you guys need to attack Instagram. Hashtag give the boys the tick. Um, yeah. Anyway, best of luck. Take care. I thank you to that dribbler. Um, for, you know, just basically calling out Instagram for showing us some goddamn respect. I don't know, firstly, how to get a blue tick. Secondly, does it change my our life in any way from like a... I'd like... it. Look, I would only get a blue tick if my life improved. Like from an aesthetic standpoint, would we get a t-shirt made with a blue tick on it and Hello Sport? Yeah, we would. We'd release blue tick t-shirts. And is that like a gloating thing? Yeah, it would be. But I don't know how to do it and I don't know if I've got the energy to like get into it with Instagram to try and get a blue tick and does it change my life Dave and would it help any like would it help our relationship with Instagram yeah I like would th- they, they us don't like would. us yeah but I think once you've got a blue tick like they're I don't know if they're more lenient or they don't just like or is it easier just to like follow shit up with yeah them? yeah it's that I think they care about you because okay. you're of note whether if you're right. a regular pleb they don't care about so people. if we get a blue tick where in the eyes of Instagram podcasters of note is that what you're telling me I'd say so and then we would be able Not to raise... Not just podcasters of note, users of note. And we'd yeah. be able to raise concerns, being like, why does everyone else get to use a video except us? Yes. Why are you getting... Why do we get it taken down? Why do you fucking... Why is Poms... Why did you stop us going live for ages because of hate speech? Why is Poms considered Like we're going to hold speech? some fucking rally. Why is the word Poms considered hate speech? I don't get it. I don't get it. Poms call themselves Poms, don't they? I don't know. Maybe they don't. But it's not hate speech. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. How do I get a blue tick though, you know? How do I do that? Because that's the next issue that I can't be fucked to look at. Maybe we give that to Dave. Although Dave will probably just get us taken down somehow. <laughs> mm, you might be too left for the job. Yeah, you might be a little left. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eddie's too right and I'm in the centre. So you could say I'm in the Goldilocks zone, but I'm not going to do it. So I don't know what to do. Well, I think it'd be a little overwhelming for you. Oh, fuck yeah, it would. It'd be too much for me to handle. I'm the, not that. I'm that not leaves. That, sort of that leaves one. That leaves only one. We've got one left. Who is it? Who would that be? Who the fuck? Who the who fuck could that out be? Of the four people in here. Would that be left over? Is that Chockies over there? It's Chucky Dax. Chockies. Chockies. Toby. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> he didn't like it when we called him Toby. <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> He didn't like it when we called him Toby. But Toby Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Toblerone. It's good stuff. That's All right, good let's keep going because yeah, I want to go going. get me fish bowl. Yeah, yeah. I think it's ready. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Tobler, Techno Dribblers here. Um, just posing the 
question, what is the most inconvenient flat tyre you've ever had? Because it's not going to beat the 2021 Australian of the Years. Let me put this into context for you. We're down at a festival in Melbourne, pounding serotonin into the earth, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the Red Sea part. For who we assumed was Jesus. Lo and behold, Dylan Alcott, yes, the tennis champion, is in the thick of the mosh. But that, that's not where this story ends. Whether it was a pebble or a rogue tinny, Alcott's wheelchair was no longer functional. To deal with the flat tyre, Alcott's team was in full pit stop mode. Mid-mosh pit, in a sea of dribblers, we managed to replace the broken wheel and carry on shaking our hips. So we pose the question to you, Tom and Eddie. Is this the worst flat tyre of all time, or have you had worse? Festivals forever, golden slabs never. Cheers. Great dribble. Very, like, you know, it was good energy, succinct. I enjoyed that. I don't know that it would be right of me to say I've had a worse flat tyre than a Dylan Alcott wheelchair blowout in a mosh pit. I feel like that's pretty bad. But it sounds like it was it was handled professionally. Oh, it sounds like it was remedied quite quickly. Is that would that be a patch job, Tom? Or would that be a wheel replacement? It's a great question. I feel like a patch job is quite a nuanced thing to do in the mosh pit, whereas a full wheel replacement. I mean, where are you getting the wheel? Sure, but like, I think sound, I reckon it might be a patch job. You know when that that green stuff used to put in the bike tires? Yeah, sort of. Do you remember that? I just remember the patch, to be honest. Right. Anyway. I'm trying to recall... But then does he have a pump, like, with him? You know what I mean? Do you patch it up and then pump it up again? Like, do you have to have a pump sort of attachment to your wheelie? I don't think you'd be able to do it with your mouth. Well, it'd. I think it'd be ridiculous if they were expecting you to. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they had a mouthpiece on the fucking wheelchair tires, they'd be like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Or like up. a tube that came... Yeah. Yeah, no, dude, I don't see. Me, I, I don't, don't see, see that. I don't see him doing. But that. now you make a good point. Has he got? Has he got? A, has he got, got a, a patch? Pump? He's got the patch stuff on and the pump, like you and need a pump a, at yeah. the back of the wheelchair. And maybe like where on the wheelchair? Is there like good for him? Just he 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 gets out. There. He gets out there. Does not let it, uh, the sort of doesn't let the disability hold him back at all, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, but like he is always at festivals and shit, just ripping and tearing. It's really Coachella. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've had a worse. Again, I have can't. you ever changed the tire? No, That's probably a different question. I haven't, never, ever. That doesn't never. shock wow. me at all. Even never, I have never changed the tire. Have you ever had a flat tire? And yeah. in what did you do? You get the NRMA? No, I've never had one where it's like, oh shit, we're on the side of the road. I need to change it. I don't think anyway. Maybe no, no, no. I haven't. So you've never had a flat tire. I've had a flat tire, but I don't think it's been in a situation where it's like, I need to change this thing. It's been more one where it's like, I'm just... What do you mean? If it's flat, it's flat. Well, you... So you dr- just drive on a flat. You drive it to the fucking mechanic and they... Right. So what you're saying is you've had a flat tire and you just didn't change it. That's what you're saying. You didn't put the spare on. You just drove it. You just drove it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just but, drove around on the rim. No, nah, but see, there's like, because there's flat tire. There's like, oh yeah, there's like, yeah, there's flat tire yep. where it's like... It's you flat. may as well have slashed the fucking thing and you're driving on Remy's. And then there's, oh, my tires run out of air here. And if I have the choice to not change it, that's what daddy's doing. Can I ask you a different question? Throw it at me. Have you ever put air in your tires? Yes, I have done that. You have? Yes. You know how to do that? I do know how to do that. I don't feel comfortable doing it. but What I do, do you set the PSI to? What do you, what do you scale for? No, I had to do it recently for the car. Uh, I think it was at 34. How'd you come up with that number? 
don't know whether it was just already set there and jammed it in or whether it was because our tyre, one of our tyres was flat. And like, so the car lets you know, one of them was flat. And it didn't look flat though. So I was just like, what the fuck's going on here? Sometimes with those computers on cars, they can just wig out and tell you shit's wrong. Mm. And so I think I Googled the type of car and like the, what the tyre pressure should be to make sure that it was all good. And then got them up to that. And then as it turned out, there was a fucking nail in the tyre. And so it was just slowly seeping out. So I get everything back to neutral, 34, whatever is, whatever's is, you know, litres of air. And uh, and then it would seep out. And then we got the tyre changed. Good on you, mate. Yep. So I don't know how to change a tyre, but I reckon I could do it if I had to. You reckon you could do it? I don't think it's that fucking, it's pretty straightforward. To me, It was. it's similar to the jackhammer on the job site situation. You many Google, people, just, you just many people, it. yeah, but like many people less capable than me. And I'm not saying I'm very capable. I'm saying there are plenty of people less capable can do it. So I'm sure I'll be able to work it out. Bit of self belief never hurt. Yeah. Or you just fucking drive around on a flat. Or just drive around, just drive to a just drive around on a flat. Until drive to your nearest Bridgestone or a mechanic and just get it sorted. You know what I mean? Save yourself the trouble. Go get a coffee. Wait for it to get done. <laughs> Not a handyman. Watching you drive into a Bridgestone with a flat tire, it must be pretty emasculating. In fairness, I didn't. Steph did it. I had to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to go do a potty. You dude. really are pathetic. I had to do a potty. What do you mean, man? It's my job. Work comes first. Oh, my God. <laughs> Move on quick, quick, quick. Move on quick. Tom, Eddie, Steel Dave, Tommy Cobbler, punters and dribblers. The uh, delivery driver dribbler here. I've just stumbled across the revelation. The year is 2022. It's the year of the tiger in the Chinese calendar. The Chinese built the Great Wall of China to keep the rabbits out, if I'm not mistaken. Tigers beat bunnies last night. Is that no man bet? If so, are we about to see a Tigers premiership this year? Let me know any feedback and uh, beers forever. Dan and Ken's big nose never. Go the Melbourne Storm. Good on your deal, Dave. Unnecessary drive-by on Kempy's nose there, but we will allow it. <laughs> we will allow it um, by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. I, look, if they did build the Great Wall of China to keep out rabbits, which I don't think they did, but they did in that ad. Yeah, you've, the just, yeah, you've heard of Telstra ad. Which was, as I was saying, I was remembering it. I, look, if you'd called up before the fucking Tigers won. And said that. And said open. that. I'd be all about it. Yeah. But you called in a after hindsight, the fact. A hindsight omen is probably the most trash bit of information that anyone... Well, it's get. not an omen. No. It's not an omen because... It's a foeman. It's a foeman. It's, yeah, hindsight's fucking great, bruh, when you've got it. Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking hell, like, I knew that Melbourne Storm was going to put 70 points on the Warriors. Yeah. Well, did you know that before the game, dickhead? No. So the point is, omens exist beforehand not after you get it does now Eddie <laughs> I hope Fomenry. Does. fucking fomenry. so you don't get it how many more um, I think only a couple I hate how he never gives us a number does that annoy you as well when he just says like oh, a couple could be six could well be can three, I tell you what annoys me more Tom what annoyed me more mm. is when we used to do every dribble and there used to be I don't know 700 and I'd go, Dave, how many more have we got? And he'd say a couple, mm. and we'd do 30 more, yeah. and I'd be f- about to wring his little yeah. neck. Yeah. 
So how many more do we have? <laughs> I'll go two. There's a few more, but some of them are licks, so we don't have Let's to get just to do those. two, because we already established we won the game. Yeah. G'day, legends. It's the uh, French teacher dribbler here. Heard you dribble about the spelling of the word restaurant recently, and I believe the reason you're having an issue spelling it is because it's actually a French word borrowed by the English. Now, this may shock some, but about 30% of the English vocab is originally French, which is close to 10,000 words. Make it that way, you will. Um, Tom, your old man's French on the 12th man was absolutely classic. Mm-hmm. Dior, his kit about um, Richie Benno's famous castle, Chateau Vertiflor. Anyway, um, the reason for my dribble is I wanted to shout out the people of France, particularly today on Anzac Day. I lived over there 10 years ago, and I was lucky enough to visit a tiny French town called Jean Cour, which is literally one street with a massive cemetery at the end. My great-uncle was buried there in World War One, and what blew me away was how immaculate the cemetery was after all these years. It was honestly such in such good nick. There were actually a couple of old blokes mowing the lawn when we arrived, and when I told them I was an Aussie, they got a bit teary and just couldn't speak highly enough of the Aussies who fought in France back then. One of them even got me an Aussie flag so I could place it in front of my great-uncle's grave, which was incredibly special. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you all because French people are often painted in a different light by us Aussies. Um, rum and milk soon. Surely get, surely get Billy Birmingham on the potty soon. Cheers. Great dribble. That was a great dribble. Great dribble. Really good dribble. Um, I would like to shout out French people as well. I love French people. You know what I mean? French people are cool with me. Well, I've got no issue with French people. I also think they've got the most beautiful language in the world. Like, their accent is beautiful and their language sounds beautiful. It's probably why we borrowed a couple of words. Yeah, 10,000, well, apparently. I don't mind borrowing 10,000 words. That may explain why it's a mongrel to spell. I also think it in its very nature is a mongrel. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. It's difficult to spell probably because it is French, but also it's just difficult to spell. It just is. It's not memorable. Like, it's hard to remember the, the collection I know that there. I know the certain letters that are in it, but I don't know what order they come in. It's jumbled. It's like I have fucking amnesia every time I try and spell that bitch. Yeah, but shout jumbled. out to French people. We'll we will try to get Dad on the potty at some point. We'll get him to talk us through. Uh, you know, his running with the golfer. We just we're waiting for this whole fucking studio to get sorted, and then we'll start cranking up guests again. Correct, Tom. We will. I'd like to have Billy on. He makes me laugh. Mm, yep. Funny old prick. I think he'd like to come on. No, oh, he'd love it. I think so. You know. Come see what his little boy's doing. I'll ask him if he's proud of me. Oh, that'll be the first question. <laughs> Should I do that? Welcome to Alex World Podcast. You've de- you're definitely asking him if, he, if he's proud of you. Yeah, yeah. I think I kicked that off. So just quickly before we get into it, are you proud of me? <laughs> do you love me? <laughs> do you love me? Yeah, do you love me? That do you love me is probably even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's kick things off here. Uh, Dad, just firstly, do you love me? <laughs> and if not, why? And if not, why? And if so, why? What do you love about me most? <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. She got a ponytail like it. Hey, boys. Joe here. Um, I a dollar every time dribble, but I've recently that. come into a soda stream. Um, not a big sparkling water guy until then. I am now constantly on rotation, soda stream after soda stream, bottle after bottle, making sure that I'm topped up, that I'm ready to inject as much gas into a bottle as I can to keep up my uptake. What I really want to know is, obviously, now my life revolves around a soda stream. What is the shittest or smallest thing that you've been obsessed with? Because I'm talking farm-level farm accuracy with bottle-to-bottle 
of constant soda water for me. So I just mean to feel like I'm not alone. Cheers, boys. I uh, I don't like soda water that much. I've become a soda water connoisseur over the last couple of years, and we do have a soda stream, and I do like it. But now we use our soda stream more as a like we're out of soda water. Let's make some soda. Let's use a soda stream because I don't think it's as good as just your bottled soda water. So did you when when do you drink soda water? Uh, sometimes like, do you get home from a run and drink soda water? No, you drink water, but then sometimes like you just need a hit of bubbles to like sort of blow your head off and recalibrate everything. You know what I mean? Like it's just a nice good burst. I also have it with tequila, tequila lime sodas. Delightful. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about putting soda with alcohol. Well, I'm talking I am, about, cause I do a lot of that. I'm just home. talking about just soda on its own. Yeah. Sometimes with dinner. You yeah, have like a, you dinner. have like a wine with some soda there, just as a bit of a palate cleanser. Um, Steffi loves soda water. We both do. Evie, Evie doesn't mind it a little bit in moderation. You go to a restaurant, do you get sparkling? No, nah, I just get tap water, baby. You get tap. Yep. But I love it when they go. Do you want still a sparkling? I go. Uh, how's tap sound, bro? Yeah, because if you get me like a twelve dollar bottle of still, I'm going to glass you with it, and I don't want to have to do that. Because and I know what yeah. you're doing here, like. The amount of people that would have tripped up with that little trick. Shitloads. Don't ever get still, get tapped, because they'll fuck you. Unless you're in a Balinese country, then get bottled water, because you'll shit yourself. Um, <laughs> don't ask for the tap in don't Bali. Don't ask for the tap in Bali. Some but, of your finest tap, please, sir. <laughs> um, and a roll of toilet paper. They don't drink too much soda water. Be careful about that, because there's something about... I think maybe we spoke about this on the podcast, or maybe we didn't, but whatever the, like... Uh, active agents in it uh it breaks down the enamel in your teeth and makes them very breakable so if you fucking hammer it your teeth it fucks your teeth so proceed with caution and only use it responsibly in terms of things that like i like using is that what he said what yeah, like, like small thing your life revolves around um that you're obsessed with mm. I bought a vegan vape over the weekend, which was pretty impressive. It's like a little, it's like a little golden gun in a case. Got a pot, got a new coffee machine. Just does pods, so it's nothing like it's fucking crazy. I'm not, I'm not a barista, but I like it. Other than that, Eddie, what do you got? I don't think I've got anything really. Is that boring? Well, I mean, it's not interesting. No, I know I understand that it's not interesting. But is it boring? But is it boring? That's There's what you're arguing. Yeah, yeah, there is. You can be you can be not interesting, but you don't necessarily mean that you're boring. Yes. I'd say that it's a little boring. It is a little boring. I'm just I'm sitting here trying to think. Yeah. Maybe it's a sign that the podcast is over. That's what I'd say. I think what would be boring is us sitting here and you thinking about little things that you're into, you know? That might be tough. But I'll say this, punters, dribblers, that's it. That's it for this week. What we do have for you, keep your eyes peeled. Thursday. Thursday, we have a stock clearance. So we've got the remaining bounced-out trackies, the remaining last dribble T-shirts, and the remaining manly 13-plus jumpers. Well, the ones that have been. You know what I mean. We've got some more. Um, That's all going on. We've We've got... 
hoodies and hats coming in a couple of weeks, but this is the last. There's not a shitload of this stuff, so it will go. Um, this is the just a, a clearance sale, so you'll see that this Thursday. You don't want to miss out if you have missed out in the past. Last Dribble T-shirts, they are a collector's item already. And Everything we're getting rid of is a collector's item. Yeah, because it's not coming back. Bounced out trackies are fuck. You're wearing the bounced out tracky pants right now, aren't oh, you? Yeah, they're, they're fucking, fucking good, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very few, very limited. I, like, if I'm just running an eye over that over there... This drop's going to be limited. Very limited. It's going to be very limited. Like, And there's no 502 gateways this week. Well, that's what Shopify told that's us. That's what Shopify told Shopify, us. Shopify, you're on notice. If you fuckers fuck up. They said it's never happened. They so. said it's never happened. They've never seen it. Whereas we've had 502s like every time we've done a drop because there's so many of you. That's what we like to believe anyway, not that it's the hosting. And so- But look, what I'd say, what I'd say is this, is that if you want to get some bounced out trackies, like, which is probably- you know the, the best decision you'll ever make, mm. and and we tell you that it's gonna it's gonna go at six pm for argument's sake, and you think that you've got time to go and snap one off and yeah, come back at six ten. Make a couple. I of think tea. you'll be in. I think you're gonna be disappointed. You're gonna come back. You'll have empty bowels, but you'll also have an empty heart and an empty soul. Yeah. Now, what's the point of having an empty bowel if you've got an empty soul? You know what I mean? It's a great point you make. Right, I see his ladder. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Partners and Dribblers, just need to tell you about uh, the number one rosé ever created. That is uh, Big Day Rosé. Your boys here, obviously, Rosé Barons, amongst other things. Don't mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's light in colour, dry, and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it whenever you want it Well, type thing. The the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge just getting cold as fuck. You've always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. And fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, real fuck well, me drink eyes. Me a eyes. lingering stare. Yes. And had friends over the other night, and obviously I was like, I slipped a bottle out for everyone. Getting stares? Getting, I was getting stares. It was sort of like whistling at me from the fridge. <laughs> Got out there, ripped the top off it, and we all enjoyed it. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Like, they're just, a rose doesn't get better. Still rose drinking season two, it's, in earnest. Oh, God, yeah. It's she fucking will. hot as shit. 37, 38. They're talking 40 this week, mate. 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rosé drinking season? It is. If you Come haven't got on. Any, if you haven't got any, get some. Get some now. While the getting's good because the getting won't be good for much longer. Hellosport.shop. Big day rosé. Get You're it. welcome. Get, get it down. You gob. <laughs>